Gene alert, denim loose <laughs> all over. Everyone pull theirs up. Uh, we failed to mention that we have a few live podcasts coming up. These are live versions of your mom's house. They're really fun, uh, totally different energy than a, a studio show. And we have we have actually four on the books, but three of them are on sale now. The first one coming up in Irvine at the Irvine Improv is what day? Sperm Vine, July 9th. July 9th. Then we do uh, Breast Balm Beach, uh, the West Palm Improv in Florida, and that is August 23rd. August 23rd. And then we are back in Irvine in October. That's also on sale. And then we have one in December that we can't announce yet, but... All of those, you can go, uh, if you go to my site, TomSegura.com, and you click on the tour page, you will see all, at the very bottom, the live podcast dates. So October 8th will there be you go. the uh, Back at that Sperm Vine. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Uh, check it out. Come see the podcast live. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. time shit coming up gene uh yeah major can i go ahead and announce it i think you should i mean i did it during the episode because it's such big news but i'm proud to announce finally my special is taping in seattle june 24th at the showbox theater (laughs) tickets are available at thousandranch.com there are two shows a 7 and a 9 30 taping i would love to pack that house full of mommies why not so come see me there and then um ramping up to it i just have two weeks left i'm going to denver comedy works june 1st through 3rd uh, Man Friend Disco at the Punchline June 16th and 17th and then one last call show before I tape June 22nd here at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank in the YooHoo room. Again, uh, all links on thousandranch.com Shit is big time. I'm proud I'm of you. so excited. Proud of you, girl. <laughs> I gotta catch up to you. You've got like I just farted. You have to catch you up to like, I just farted? You got like uh, two, five specials and six babies and I do have a lot ten of kids. marriages. I have a lot of kids. Um, thousandranch.com. For me, let's see. Next, I'm at the Rialto Theater in Tucson. Then uh, the Grand Theater in Reno. And then I'm doing Pachanga in Temecula. Oh. Uh, I then hit the Dirty South. I'm in Virginia. I'm in North Carolina, South Carolina. Um in July, and then I go to Montreal, Hampton Beach, Wilmington, Baltimore, uh, also in July, and then I round things out in Australia, Australia, all at TomSegura.com. Click on the tour page. It's all there. I have uh, June 5th, I'll be announcing my fall date, so there's a bunch of cities coming up that I haven't been able to say, and I will announce those on June 5th. Thank you so much go to tomsegura.com my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get wow 
How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey guys, don't forget to go to your mom's house podcast.com. Please do your Amazon shopping through our Amazon banner. It gives a little kickback to the show, helps uh, support the show. And we have a Amazon banner for the US. We have an Amazon Canada banner and we have a UK banner. So anybody listening in those three countries can just do the regular shopping you would do. And um, you go and, uh, and you support the show just by buying what you would normally buy. Also, uh, there's a bunch of new stuff in our store. If you go to TomSegura.com, click on the store, um, it takes you to our merch method store. We have a bunch of new shirts. We restock stuff. I've signed uh, Completely Normal and Mostly Stories. Uh, Completely Normal has a DVD. Mostly Stories is audio. Vinyl is coming out for both next month because I keep getting asked about vinyl. Both will be available on vinyl next month. And... Um, like I said, uh, the glass and poster, the glass and shirt, all those things are now in the store. Uh, you can please go to uh, TomSegura.com, click on the store, and um, I think that's it, Gene. That's wonderful. We're very happy to bring to you this episode. Um, we have our good friend, the, the podfather, if you will. <gasps> oh my God, did you just come up with that? No, I've heard that before. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. The Podfather, um, <laughs> wow! Our buddy Joe Rogan, uh, and I'm, I didn't mention during our date rundown, but he is doing a massive tour um, where he's adding five thousand seat venues. Bananas, isn't it? Bananas. It is incredible, and like I, I'm proud of him. It sounds funny because he's always been proud of you, uh, but I mean I'm proud of him because I've seen him just just go go uh, on this rocket ship. You know, it's bananas. It's amazing. Uh, how much he's done, and and we talk about it a little bit in this episode. How normal he is, yeah. <laughs> Despite all, I mean, I, that's pretty rare. But look, if you want to see him, if you're a fan and you're just finding out that he's doing this tour, I'm telling you, you got to hop on, hop on it now. Yes, he's um, he, he's. I'm telling you, he's, he's selling these things out. They're like months in advance, and they're already gone. It's crazy. So go to joerogan.net/tour. Um, and see if he's coming to a city near you and get your tickets immediately because they won't be around. Mm-mm. But uh, many thanks to Joe for coming and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's a fun one. Thank you for gracing us with your presence today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been a while. It has been. You're the second guest we've had in three years. Whoa, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, we stopped doing guests a long time ago, but then 
now that we have this set up, we're like, we should bring guests back. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah. Why Fuck not? It. Fuck it. Yeah, it's fun. You, you, we told you we had the uh, the water sommelier here last week. Yeah. Uh, some people thought it was a joke, and they wrote in like, hey, uh, I turned it off. I, th- I thought that bit was going kind of long. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's not a bit. Well, because we play boring clips on the show sometimes, yeah. and people are like, that was the longest boring clip. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Assholes. Like, yeah, oh, when there's great. too many laughs, we'll be like, let's bore it down a little bit. So we'll play something boring, and they're like, that's a long boring clip. got to have peaks and valleys. Yeah. 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 Lower the expectations. That's and right. Slam at home. Right. Yeah. So we had a bunch of um, people, but some people were, I, I would say most people were fascinated. I was fucking fascinated. Yeah, so by was I. I had yeah. no idea until I walked in here that that was a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, he, he works at Patina, which is a, a restaurant downtown. I don't know if you've been there, but he created a water menu there. What? So, yeah. <laughs> so know. when people go Come on. and it's you're ridiculous. like, yeah, can I have, you know, you order and he's like to drink and you go, I'll just have water. He'll be like, I'll be right back. And then it's a water menu. So you get to, he, <sighs> he basically does what we were telling you, but in yeah. a, like a beautiful presentation and people start. If know. I went out to a restaurant, they had a water menu. I, it depends on how high I am. Yeah. yeah. If I was really high, I'd be like, what's going on? Man? Yeah. But if I was sober, I'd be like, fuck you. I'm leaving. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but if you're really high, you might be like, bring one of everything. Like, <laughs> let me try all this let shit. Try your water, man. Yeah. Um, all right. We have a, an opening clip before we just think, before we get into our, our regulars, this is how we open our shows. Okay. So we'll play our clip and uh, we'll get into it. Here we go. Around June the 21st, when uh, Skype, when Terrence was Skyping with me, uh, Brent Spiner said, hey, yoo-hoo, Terrence, uh, something's going on with Matthew McConaughey's penis. And what was happening was all of my men's penises were being attacked. <laughs> this shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. <laughs> your mom in the fucking stand! Well, welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. this bronze do? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Attacking penises? <laughs> what is she talking Seems about? Seems totally uh, rational. Yeah. What is her deal? There's, yeah. I'm not really got sure. that one Forrest Whitaker eye going on. <laughs> that right eye. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And there's also, there's something about crazy that does something to your, you know, the, the way you see eyes. Like you could tell, like if yeah. you were talking to her in person, you'd be like, but even if she didn't say crazy penis shit, you'd be like, something's up with her. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's the, 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 the gaze that does doesn't break. That's right. Yeah. The, the no blanking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a real indicator of it, insanity. It does a lot. Yeah. There was a very serious malware in the computer system at Church of Gale. And it caused all the men at Church of Gale to cause them to have all sorts of penis afflictions. It was very mm-hmm. painful. Mm-hmm. Church of Gale. <laughs> I think that's her own church, Church of Gale. Oh, yeah. and why does she think it has to do with Matthew McConaughey? I don't know, but she goes on. The ordeal with the penises lasted for at least a good week in that June. So like from June 21st to June 28th, they were just having this ordeal with penises. Because of Jesuit trigger programming on the Church of Gale computers, they spent a lot of time in sickbay. 
Um, we haven't seen a Matthew blank yet. practically had a no. vagina at There's that one. point. Yeah. What? She, what? She's like Matthew's vagina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew's penis went inward. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that she she thinks that the Jesuits are targeting her. Usually right. you don't hear them well, mentioned the like Jesuits that. Well, the Jesuits are very affable. They're fun. Yeah, and they're I usually went to highly educated. Jesuit and, college, yeah. yeah. They like to drink. They like to party. They're not really into this stuff. You know what's interesting about her? If you didn't know any better, like if you spoke a different language <laughs> and you listened to her talk, uh-huh. you'd be like, well, she seems t- totally rational. Yeah. yeah. She's sitting there calmly. <laughs> she's not She's right. not moving too much. You know, maybe she's an expert. And like sure. Some, right. Ancient civilization. This or is something. how a lot of cons happen. I'm I'm assuming you know. Yeah. Like there, I was watching that Bernie Madoff movie, the new Ooh. one. It's really good with De Niro and, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Pfeiffer. It it's good. called Wizard of Lies, mm. and they were just talking about how like his greatest skill was just people manipulating, and he had this crazy thing where he was. That's the, the craziest part of all. Is he was already successful. He was really well off. He was a multimillionaire, mm. and he's still, you know. Uh, design this Ponzi scheme to extract so much more out of people. And they said, you know, because his reputation was such and he was just knew how to talk to people, so they were just handing over money, man. He was just mm. in it to fuck people over, like yes, for the, the, the fun thrill, of screwing people over. The thrill over. of it, yes. The wow, well, that's I a real sociopath. Super addicted to the cash. Yeah. There's a great interview with him on Radio Lab, and it's really interesting because they have to interview him from jail, uh-huh. and so when you call someone in jail, you can only talk to them for 15 minutes, oh. and then you have to wait off the phone for 15 minutes for them to come back on, and then 15 minutes again. So they're interviewing this guy in these 15-minute chunks, and it just cuts off at 15 minutes. And he has <laughs> to wait. Terrible. And it, but he's describing you know, this waiting, and then as time went on, he talks to Madoff more and more. He gets more and more comfortable. Uh-huh. But the, the, the crazy thing about him is the complete, total lack of empathy. None. He has uh-huh. no empathy towards the people he fucked over, people that killed themselves. Like There was a bunch of people that just... One guy, which is really fascinating, he was worth $9 billion, and Bernie was telling him that he had to give seven of it back. He called the guy up. He goes, look, the jig is up. Everybody knows. And apparently, he th- he thinks, or at least his rationale, was that all these people, like the big high roller yeah. guys, they knew that they were ripping people off. They knew that there was no huh. way you could always make money. That there was always going to be fluctuation, but like even in uh, like the way they describe it, I don't really necessarily understand finances that much. But the way they were describing it is that in like every single move they made, this one guy wanted to make money. Yeah. Every single like there was never you can ha- you couldn't ever show any losses at all, or this guy would freak out. And he had like again seven billion dollars in the mix. Nuts. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. He um he said in an interview. That when they were like asking him about, you know, you destroyed all these people's lives, he was like, Yeah, what about their culpability in all this? And they were like, <laughs> What? <laughs> and he's like, Well, you know, I mean, they, they, they have some responsibility. And they're like, You stole from them. And he's like, Yeah, but they fucking gave me the money. You know? Yeah, his thing like, was like, these yeah. people, these people, are, they're not starving. That's what his thing is. Yeah. Like the, we're not talking about people in Africa. You know, we're not talking about starving villagers. We're just talking about people. His own son killed himself. Really? Yep. Yeah. yep. His One of them. His own did. son killed himself. Jeez. Yeah. This guy killed himself that we're talking about, the $9 billion guy. Yeah. He killed himself because wa- they wanted him to give back seven. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't live with two. <laughs> 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 Fuck that. Yeah, that's so wow. funny, the people's relationship with money. There was a, I forget, it was Actually, a he might not have killed himself. He might have drowned. Oh, really? Yeah, I might have, I might have just took too many drugs, but. There was a, a New York Nick, I forget his name, and. 
they were interviewing him about, you know, these NBA contracts are bananas. Oh, it's, yeah. And it's fully guaranteed. It's one of the leagues that has fully guaranteed money. So not like the NFL where it's like you have this much guaranteed. The rest of that, you're not getting that shit. So NBA, whatever, you know, there's salary caps. And he played out one of his contracts. And they're like, we want to keep you, but we can't give you, like, top-end money. So you're going to get $9 million for next year. And then his first interview with the press, he was like, I mean, you know, it's going to be tough, but I'll see what I, you know, I'll try to make it happen. And they're like, are you going to be tough to survive on that? And he was like, pretty much, yeah. Like, I mean, I have a family. <laughs> you got $9 million, man. He was like, it's just perspective, man. Yeah. People get crazy. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah, because if he's going out, I mean, you know, I follow all these kids on Instagram, like Cameron Dallas. Do you know who that is? No. He's like the sh- the millennial hot shit. He's like this hot 18-year-old boy, and he and his friends, they just... We have just, to get into this business. You're going to great die. business. Listen to this. They don't have talent. They're just like cute boys on Instagram, and they do these meet and greets where they meet like gaggles, just auditoriums, theaters full of like tween pre-adolescent girls and their parents, and they hug them and take like chaste pictures, and millionaires, millionaires. millionaires. He's on a Dolce and & Cabana there's ad. there's no... Skill set, none, no the talent. Meet. It's just they follow them on Instagram <laughs> and so they're like good. cute teen boys, yeah. Really? And then they yes. get paid to meet the people. It's, it's fascinating. So there's a there's a Netflix show called uh, Is it Chasing Camera? Cam- yeah. And I'm obsessed with that. Now the thing is that they they're spending their money like crazy because I follow them all on Instagram and every week it's like here's my new Ferrari, here's yeah. the new Lamborghini I'm leasing, here's yeah. the new house I'm renting, and you're like you're not even buying yeah, the buy house. Some shit. Like, buy that house, dude. Get yeah. some equity going. Get, yeah. yeah. They're but just they're 18. Yeah. Yes. But they're also like, I think oh, they so don't realize great. that that window of cute uh, girls or being cute and the girls being like, ah, it's you is very it's, limited. Yeah. Everybody said that about Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I guess so. Right. But they su- they keep growing new ones. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, like in the different strokes when they added like the red haired kid to make the show appealing again. You're talking about the Chase or the Kardashians? No, the Kardashians. Oh. So they keep, so now Kylie's being groomed to oh, be right. the Do next Do you think that's Kim. what keeps it going? It's because yes. I think it's all about Kim. Really? Yeah. It's Kim and she Kanye. She is kind of, even though there's, all a, about her. there's a real mother mother, like Chris, Kim <laughs> yeah. is like the matriarch of the. Did you guys cover her fake ass? No. The fake ass photos from Mexico? No, but I think I saw some of those. Oh, well, here's yeah. the deal. They always hire their own paparazzi, and the paparazzi mm. pretends to just casually catch them taking pictures. But in Mexico, there was real paparazzi waiting mm. along with their fake paparazzi. So mm. their fake paparazzi takes the photos, and then they edit them. And they smooth mm. out all the cellulite and all the bullshit. Because who doesn't have it? I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's normal human part yeah, of human, especially yeah. if you have a big fat ass yes, like that. it's made of fat. But it's it's a fake fat ass, and it's super obvious in the new pictures. Look at this. Really? Yeah. Get your life cut, Kim. That's the real one. Like, look at the ones on the left. Like, where in life would you have... That's yeah. a tumor. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, right. That's a full diaper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full diaper and a it tumor. It totally is, yeah. I mean, yeah. her legs are so scrawny, and yeah. then she has this giant it's enormous butt. So yeah. what they would do with Photoshop wow. is stretch out the thigh to meet the ass so it's, it doesn't look so fucking so gross. So is this like a yeah, that's, doctored that's one? Doctored. Yeah. See the wow. difference? Yeah. And the doctored ones, yeah. they make it look less preposterous. Right. But the real one, it just looks like cheese. That's hilarious. Gross. It's well, like of course. a... It's yeah. just a like that. What the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing to your ass? Know, it's, it's so crazy. gross. It is it's so crazy. But it's it's so nuts that someone oh, here's a good one. wants to do that to their body. Like yeah. she's stuffing yeah. something in there. I don't know what it is, but there's no way in nature you would have those skinny ass legs like that. No. 
that are total unathletic legs. That's right. the, that's the legs that. of someone who doesn't and that's work like out. Her sister, yeah, exactly. Right. There's no muscle at all. No, in there. nothing. I mean, I mean, she maybe works out a little bit. Like, look at her scrawny arms. Like, yeah. She's not an athletic person. Right. If you have an ass like that, you should be able to jump over the moon. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's someone who can do hurdles. But she's yeah. got a good. So do you think? Wait. But she looks good everywhere else. These are all photoshopped. What I mean, you're saying? The it's front, hard. To, like, I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. The stomach. Yeah. Everything's looks good. fake. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when you say she looks good, it's like, yeah, she's not fat. Right. But, yeah. But that's it. So Everything this, else is just all surgery. This is the infamous. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a totally. Fake as fuck. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's her whole thing. She's known for ass. Like, Jennifer Lopez has a legit Latina ass. Crazy Like, ass. that's her real ass. Yeah. Her legs match that ass. Right. Yeah. Like, take a picture of you. Go get yeah. Jennifer Lopez's ass. She's got those big, thick mommy thighs. Yeah. Like, and yep. big ass. And mommy thighs. That's all there. That's real. You know, you look at that, you go, ooh, baby. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> That's a real big juicy ass. She got yeah. that ass, girl. Yeah, see how her thighs are so thick? They yeah. meet the ass. Yeah. Look at that. That's, That's all proportion. So that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. That's what yeah. it's supposed to look like. She's a dancer. <laughs> oh, That's a classy. Yeah. Hi, mom. Yeah. Huh? But yeah, you're right. That's dancing all fucking yeah. day. Yeah. All our lives a week. Yeah. yeah. That's an athlete's ass. Yeah. That's yeah. a girl who can Yeah, you do. That's a girl who can bounce around and move and you know, I mean, can you imagine yeah. if you had to watch Kim Kardashian dance on a stage? No. Yeah. Those little spindly legs no. carrying that diaper around. <laughs> yeah. It does look like a it's dirty diaper. It's a full diet. baby diaper. That's, that's <laughs> we see that all day rude. with yeah. our son. It totally looks like. Yeah. See, that's what an ass, a big, juicy, yeah. real ass right. is supposed to look like. It's not preposterous. It's just outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she had a butt implant. That's She's wow. got something that going that, on. My More than one, blown. I would say. That's a, that's see, there's a, there's a photo there that has the, the two of them side by side. You just curse it over right there. That's Jennifer Lopez and Kim Kardashian. The one with the white right here. Here? No, right there. Here. No. Here. Yeah, that right there. Okay. See, the one on the left is Jennifer Lopez. That's a real ass. The one on the right is Kim Kardashian. Is it? Yeah, what am I ass obsessed? I'm figuring out. I know. Why do you know so much about this? I don't know. Spent some time doing this, man. I got issues. Down the wormhole on this. Well, it's a very bizarre thing. It is a bizarre attraction to shapes is very bizarre too. True. Like like fake tits. Like we know they're fake. That's that always astounds me. Like it's not that they look like bigger breasts. They look like big fakers. We don't care. It's a different thing. And guys like it. Some guys. Some guys. I would say some guys. I mean, some guys. Meaning, it's a ton of guys, but yeah. some guys make that distinction. Like, I'm definitely not into that. You know? Yeah. See, but I—I I mean, you've said this before—is that you'd prefer hungry tits over big fakers yeah. any day? Hungry, hungry little ones. Yeah, that <laughs> won't need to be fed. Yeah. I would rather give spoonfuls of, of just pasta to those hungry tits than. Yeah. I don't like big fakers, man. Yeah, there's something it. weird about them for sure. It's now, like a trick. I will say a really good job. Of fakes, like you can, there are some magicians out there yeah. that that create amazing. Like they still look, you still go like, oh yeah, those look good. Yeah, but I still prefer real ones. I don't know, I just like I, them more. I think so. Look, well, there's got, also a body dysmorphia thing. Yeah, because right? when do you? Where yeah. does it end? Look, once you have a baby too, your tits get mushy. That's it. That's just it's nature. So what should I do? Should I hoist them up? Should I have them reduced? Don't talk about it. First of all, yeah, <laughs> keep that shit to yourself. Or no women are going to have kids, and our population is going to die off. <laughs> Uh, That's true. You got a mom bod. Keep it quiet, <laughs> Jesus. But it's fine. But what you know, you, you got to surrender. It's also yeah. part of life, man. Yeah, I know for it's, sure. It's the trade-off for making life. It's uh... now. Are these real or are these uh, <laughs> oh, fakers? Excited for this. Being a personal trainer and nutrition advisor, I'm very much into fitness. 
and a clean and healthy body. There are surprisingly a lot of nutritional benefits from eating semen, some of which I'm going to read out to you now. Yeah. She eats so a lot of cum. Yeah, teaspoon. teaspoon of semen <laughs> contains over 200 proteins, several helpful vitamins, <laughs> minerals, vitamins, vitamins. vitamin C, <laughs> calcium, chlorine, mm. citric acid, chlorine. Fructose, that's not good for you. Acid, nitrogen. Magnesium, <laughs> nitrogen, potassium, sodium. Between B12 and zinc. Ugh. Wow, that's a lot in a shot. Please excuse the Imagine if that was your kid. So, <laughs> uh, kids on YouTube talking about eating cum. Yeah. We should all eat cum. <laughs> well, what I like about this, because we've had other cum eating clips on the show, is the science that this woman has put towards yeah. it, that she's a fitness expert, which is kind of neat. We don't often have experts. You yeah. Know. What does that um, mean, though? What do you have to right. do to be a fitness expert? You can just say you are, yeah. I think. Like just being work a, out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And Read a life books. coach, anybody can say that. There's put no that, certification. Put on that sports bra, and then you're like, I'm a fucking fitness expert. Yeah, the, the life belly. coach thing is a weird one. Yeah, it's a bunch Anyone of Anyone can sign yeah. up for that shit. I was watching uh, Anthony Robbins' Instagram stories. Uh-huh. Tony Robbins Love is in, uh, he's in Australia, and he gets out to that, uh, what's that, um, Black IP song, Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night. Uh-huh. And he's out there, yes, and he's clapping with yeah. his big fucking Frankenstein hands. Yeah. Fire. And he's like stomping around on yeah. stage. Yeah. But it's all like it's it's like he's his energy is kind of forced. Yes. And he's got yes. he's a little too wide around the waist, which means he's eating a little too good. Yeah. He's living it up yeah. a little too much. And so yes, we're all excited. We're gonna prosper here. Uh-huh. Everybody say I. Yeah. That one makes me crazy. <sighs> and it says <laughs> out of in one of the photos, I saved the photo because I was laughing so hard. Uh, I saved it on, on my phone because it said Savage. There's a picture of him and he's dancing around clapping, and it just says savage i'm like settle the fuck down buddy yeah here where is it Damn he it. uh by the way that life coach thing look <laughs> savage. savage savage that's on his instagram that's story so why is that savage I, it's him with his hands in his pockets <laughs> with his all his right. dad bod relaxed <laughs> some savage Sav- buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around they get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it the only tricky part figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price this is what i recommend for any jewelry purchase source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. 
HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare professional provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. I agree. I, I like Tony Robbins a lot, but the, the fake energy thing, I, if I went to his seminar and he made me fucking stand up and do jumping jacks every five minutes, I'd blow my brains out. Everybody I don't like, like that stuff. He's like uh, He's a fucking lie. monster. He's a giant human, right? He has giant. a giantism or whatever. Yeah. Does he actually? He yeah. does. Has a pituitary You can tell it too, like, cause like even the, the jaw, you know, the yeah. facial features. So are, he has like a very mild form of it. Is I that think what it so, is? yeah. Some form, I think he has yeah. a giant hog. Probably. Yeah. It's that's be. part of what his confidence is, right? For sure. Ask him. Yeah. Every time, and every time he's probably meeting with his team, there's enough pushback on something. He goes, "Let me show you something." It's a fat roll and of carpet. He's like, "Look at that thing." Slaps that thing down. On the and table. then the intern's like, "He's got a point." Rolled up pizza dough. Just oh yeah, <laughs> it looks like one of those Jesus. those Cinnabons you buy at the, yes. at the grocery yeah, store. They pop yeah, open. Right, pop right, open. Right. Sure, I love those. Those are good. Those, those are, are so good. good. By Speaking the way, of good. Look how thin you are. You thank you, buddy. bastard. Mm-hmm. I've been you. I've been working at thinner it. than Bert still. I think. Oh, yeah, Bert went right back. <laughs> By the way, um, so that that whole wait. Experience. Read her comments, though. Do you think? Oh yeah, this is hilarious. Do you think people are? <laughs> this is hilarious. I can't been stop there. Comfort vitamins for years. She's. she's uh, oh. I know. Oh, so she's got comment a bowl. It's a friend. It's a friend. She's like, I'm not in a relationship. A friend did this for me. A friend. What a nice yeah. guy. Well, listen. I, I would say, honey, uh, I'll come in the bowl for <laughs> you. But honestly, the best way is well. to suck it out. That way, you get it all. <laughs> I mean, just for your sake. Um, you know I mean, I, I, know. I have a feeling she's a lot of guys feel that uh, way too. Let me watch this. Yeah, I know. This isn't porn. I'm not into watching people eat cum. I know. It's weird because outside of porn, it's disgusting. I think in porn, by the way, when it's like eight dudes in a glass, that is fucking gnarly. Oh, those wow. are my favorite. I have those bookmarks. You like those? No. <laughs> <laughs> have them all bookmarked. Bookmarked. Oh, there's not enough guys. Only eight guys? She's it hungry. Is, Feed her. And it's so, like, you can tell uh, the real savages in porn who are just like, ah, and they like, they keep it, and they're, it's yeah. like no big deal. But you can also see in the face, like, you can read someone's, oh, yeah. when they're like, Flinchers. <laughs> and that, yeah, and they're like <laughs> the flinchers. The flinchers. Yeah, and they're like, the mm-hmm. fake enthusiasm. Well, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, gnarly. But you got to think the ones that are really into it. Like, no, they're not. I mean, you've got to be so fucking damaged to be like, I love eight of it, eight guys, ten guys. Mm. Right? How did the teaspoon that was produced? Um, oh, mommy. To give you an idea. Yeah. She's gonna get oh. close to the camera. It has that kind of. It, it smells quite mellow. It smells like no. bleach. Oh, <laughs> it smells on my nose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Don't want that. There's even more benefits to drinking semen for women because it's oh, actually go, antidepressant because it contains melatonin. 
I can oh just take my white tongue. I don't want you to keep teasing Ooh, the audience. Just get that for um, vitamins. All right. Oh, don't, Ooh, I just got the don't. chills for real, though. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> she's showing it to you. Uh, she's dripping it in her mouth. You nasty as hell. You nasty. Surprisingly well, salty. No, it's not surprising. Well, let's it's see calm. if uh, if everybody's... Uh, <laughs> The guy who <laughs> who's what they're team. writing. I produce some of my own semen videos. Watch. <laughs> Give me a call if you ever need some straight from the source. Straight <laughs> from the tap. I hope you at least give the donor a hand job. You selfish twat. <laughs> 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 uh, I have lots of semen I can unload on those big breasts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why not disable the comments I know. for this no, video? No, like, no, is no, she no. so. Keep yeah. them rocking. Would you date her knowing she's drunk? She's drank so many cum shots? Yeah, of course. Yeah, who cares? I used to have a whole bit about that. Yeah? About, yeah no, about. Uh, uh. I dated a girl once and she told me that when guys drink uh, fruit juice, especially pineapple juice, oh, yeah. it makes your cum taste better. And I was like, how many dicks do you have to suck before you figure that <laughs> yeah. out? Like, that is... <laughs> it's not, it's not one like, or two. Asparagus? Right. Yeah, mm, right. Not good. Okay, let's try roast beef. <laughs> uh, it's, <okay. laughs> it's like the idea that you, you figured that out through trial and error. Like, there's something really delicious about your cum today. Like, uh, what's different? What did you have? Let's go over my diet. To do an autopsy of it, too. Oh, I, I drank some water and... I ate a pineapple at lunch. I got some water from Hungary. <laughs> um, that helped. Did you? One thing I don't think you you got to see throughout. There was a four month buildup basically to the Wayans, the Bert, the who is fat Wayans, where we were Bert Kreischer and I came on. Your well, podcast. I did see a little bit of it yeah. on on Instagram and on Twitter with the hashtag Bert is fat. You saw hashtag. some of that. Did yeah. you see how? I mean, like we had. <laughs> I want to show you this. This is like people would call in. Or like send in videos saying "bird is fat" in different languages. Oh um, my gosh! No, I didn't it was see that. amazing. Uh, <clears throat> Why is Bert Chrysler so fat? Herbert Rauer. Kurva. Lots of Bert Chrysler is taking over. Bert Chrysler, you are a fat cunt. Uh, you're a fatter cunt than Tom Segura, mate. <laughs> and then <laughs> this was my favorite the thing. Best. This was amazing. People that listen to the podcast that teach English as a second language would use the whole fat battle to teach English abroad in, in different countries. So this is in India, in Japan. You have a big oh problem. You have a It's in India. Art Risler. Art Risler. And you. And you are fatter than I'm fatter than God. Oh my God. Doesn't go to the gym. Risler. 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 <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Does this freak you guys out when you see how popular this is? I love yeah. it. Yeah, it when when I mean there was I remember the first time we figured out that anyone was listening. It was back <laughs> when we were with Red Band. So this is like 2010 or 11, 2011. And we were doing shows and we put out a thing like, "Hey, tweet this." And the first time that we saw like the next day that it was pages of people tweeting that. I was like, oh, there's actually people. I thought there was like 100 people listening to this thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't have any idea of it. But when they got to this thing and they're coming in from different parts of the from world. The world. And, and yeah, then, and then was, we did was, a thing of, hey, mommy, thanks, Jeans, where oh we would go. Through, so you've seen that <laughs> yes. yeah. Where you just say that to like the, the teller. And then we started getting submissions from all over the world. All from over police the world. 
the police, police did it. people ah! like in the squad <laughs> car. Yeah, in the squad car pulling people over. It was. Oh, we had a cop it's do so it. Um, he ordered his whole like on on the job. He used all the inside <laughs> language to order it. Like he's in uniform and like it's just bananas, man. Yeah, it's weird. I right? like you know what I like is the the silliness of it. Like yeah. the fact that all over the world, something that stupid, it's a shared joke. Yeah, you know, like that's what I like. Stupid. But it's fat. Yeah, we just got like hundreds of these, man. Like yeah. hundreds of them. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, it's it's strange, right? It's yeah. strange. This whole podcast thing is very odd. Yeah. Your podcast, by the way, <laughs> like I remember doing, I'm on like, I think episode three or five of your podcast. Wow. Like somebody sent me the thing once. So they have, they have like it documented all the episode numbers and they're like, you're on like the one of the first five or seven. And I remember it was on your couch in your office at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you kept telling me to sit forward. Like, yeah. The couch is weird. Yeah. Like couch seems like it's a good idea, but it's a terrible idea. But I wanted to ask you who gave, like, <laughs> I remember you said that like you like the Opie and Anthony model of like just talking. Yeah. But how did you, did anyone else have one where you're like, oh, people will listen to this? Like, did you like, were you thinking of someone else's podcast? Like, how did you know anybody would listen to one? I think Adam Carolla had a podcast. He had it at back the then. Time. I think he did. But when he had it, it was like a radio show. Yeah. He did his like a radio show. Still does, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's actually his downfall now. I think. Really? Yeah, I think people get they don't want to hear commercials every fifteen minutes. Right. It's not necessary, you know. And uh, I think um, I just liked how Opie and Anthony had just people come in with no structure, yeah. a bunch of comics, and just hang out and start talking. Did you ever imagine like that your podcast would be like where, where it's at now? Is crazy, man. It is really crazy. No, there's no way I could have imagined it. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed it. It's so nuts. No, it's just bananas. Yeah, I just th- just thought it was fun to do. I mean, and like I, I, people mention it to me all the like when I when I'm in an airport, they'll you know they'll mention they're like it just it still happens. They'll even mention the weight loss. Like I saw the weight loss podcast last week, ah, and like but that I mean podcast it's got one episode got more than six million, and the other one was like close to seven million. That's so crazy. That's nuts. Downloads. That is nuts. And that's man. then and then there's YouTube. Like views on top views. of it, yeah, millions wow. on YouTube. Yeah, how did you amazing. even know? How did you know? I mean, I think I remember we heard, oh, Joe's doing a podcast. Well, what is that? Like, how yeah. did you even hear about something? Well, like I this? started doing it on Justin TV, which was like this uh, online webcasting thing way back in the day. And what we would do is we would do it live from the green room, and Joey Diaz would always get mad, shut that fucking thing off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd have a laptop, and we'd be streaming from a laptop, like from the little webcam. So we'd have a little, it was back before laptops had webcams built in. Yeah. So we'd put a little webcam on top of it, sure. and we'd right. talk, and people would oh like, God. and you were doing that before. Is all this uh, yeah 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 that was a long time ago yeah and then um that was probably like 2003 or something whoa like that. yeah that's really long ago yeah and then um when i got back from colorado i was kind of bummed out and um I, I had to move back to california because my wife was pregnant and you know we couldn't live at altitude because we were like it in the mountains i went to that house i was so happy up there i remember that yeah. i went to there to that house when you were checking it out yeah we were doing we were doing comedy works that's right and yeah. we drove up there and um and it was like up this crazy road and you know like like a narrow mountain road yeah. and at the very top it was like it was beautiful oh, it sounds amazing yeah. well for me it was a perfect combination 
uh, like it was a perfect balance for like these shows where all these people and the UFC, all these people, yeah. and then up there just nature and quiet. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I need. I need yeah. to balance myself out. Sure. Like just to, to have enough calm so that all this craziness sort of makes more sense. Yeah. 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 Now, um, so the show, uh, the podcast obviously has gotten bigger and bigger. We've been talking about, because we all know people that have, like, you were a well-known guy when I met you, for sure, but you've gotten considerably more famous, but you're not a crazy lunatic. Yeah, how does that work? How does that work, you think? <laughs> I don't like, know. We, mean? But I mean, like, we, we, we all know people that, like, can't handle fame well. Well, I do a lot of really difficult shit outside of comedy. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Do you think part so? Of, yeah. I think part of it is, first of all, I have zero obsession with fame. Like, if all my fame went away tomorrow, yeah. I'd be totally fine with it. Um, as long as I have health and as long as I can pursue my interests, I'm, yeah. I'm 100% fine with it. Yeah. I'm not really interested in fame. I'm interested in doing a good job. Yeah. Like, I know that when people come to see me that I have a massive responsibility and I work hard on my stand-up and I work hard on my writing. And yeah. if I have a, a bad set, it will fuck me up for months. Yeah. You know, mm. and it'll make me, like, batten down the hatches and grind harder. Like, I, I don't take it lightly at all. Right, right. So that's part of it, too. But it's also... I do a lot of different stuff. Like I do yoga, I do jujitsu, I do archery, I, I do a lot of working out. I, I, I've been running recently. I do difficult shit, and in doing difficult shit, you get humbled. Mm. Like you're, you're always getting your ass kicked. Like yeah, I, I run the, the mountains near my house. Yeah, it's so fucking hard, man. Like every time I do, like I, I, I know like that there's people that can do it way better. I know there's people that are in way better shape. And I know that I, every time I do it, I get a little bit better, and so I just keep pushing at it. Yeah. So I just concentrate, <clears throat> excuse me, I just concentrate on, on doing difficult things. Hmm. You do you know? think though that, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that that's probably a way, or, way healthy thing of doing. So basically you're saying that I'm not focused on my ego and making me a bigger star, more famous, more famous. That's usually what people do, right? Like. I got to grow this thing. Your focus is external, which I think is better as a human being. Right? Yeah, I think it's definitely better as a human yeah. being. I think th- I, I don't want. I have zero focus on being more famous. Zero. Right. I pass on everything. Like as far as like doing talk shows or yeah. doing magazine articles or interviews, That's I pass true. on everything. I never see you. Yeah, I don't yeah. Do shit. I don't do so shit. So do you think maybe that the, these people who don't handle it well, it's that their whole focus becomes just that. They're like, maybe. Well, you hear about them too much. Like Amy Schumer's a perfect example. You hear about her way too much. Like there was this big Google story. I pulled up my Google. There's a story about her breaking up with her boyfriend. There was a story oh, no. in Google that she broke up with her boyfriend. Like yeah. why the fuck is that a story? Because right. Right. everything's a story. Because she's probably got a publicist. <laughs> yeah. And the publicist wants to make sure you get your name out there all the time. Guess what? People get fucking sick of hearing you. Oh, yeah. Right. Get, so if people want, and I'm sure people are sick of hearing me too, but if you don't want to hear me, yeah, it's easy. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy to not hear me. Like you got to go looking for me to hear me. I just think the more you put yourself out there, especially today, with you know, it's this is we're not talking about the 1990s. Like w- with social media, it's so easy to get the word out for all the different things that you want to do that there's no need to do all that other stuff. Yeah. And if you start doing all that other stuff, I mean, you can gain a few new fans, but you also get annoying. Yeah. You know, we That's all so know, true. we all know people that are just overexposed. Yeah. yeah. You know who taught me that? Who? Daniel Tosh. I was about to bring him up. I was about to bring He's him up. He's the best. Yeah. And he, he has that thing. He doesn't do talk shows. He's the best. We talked about it yeah. at the improv and he made t- total sense with me and it really, really like c- cranked home. 
you know, I'd be like, wow, yeah. He was like, yeah. He goes, I don't do anything. He goes, Wait, uh, so, sorry, go ahead. No. no. He's just like, he was just like, I'm already famous enough. Right. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, I'm doing an hour a week on a television show That's enough. where like they yeah. get to see me like yeah. so, on TV. So I don't need to do more yeah. than that. Like there's right. millions of viewers watching this thing. So. And also I guess he, the thinking being those who like me are already engaged with me. Yeah. Why yeah. am I annoying the rest of the world? Like, yeah. If you're not into it. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, my podcast built up 100% from uh, someone telling other people. Right. 100%. I didn't do anything to promote it. I've never done anything. I've never done... That's bananas. Yeah. I had one big bump when Rolling Stone did a story on me, and that was one of the most uncomfortable weeks. That guy (laughs) following me around and hanging out and staring at me and writing things down. Like, oh. Yeah. It's like weird. But that did give a a bump, though? Yeah. That was a bump, for sure. That that gave me a bump. But all the other bumps were just... It just... It was a gradual, slow sort of escalation until about maybe two years ago. <clears throat> and then it just started really ramping up like ridiculously, like yeah. many millions more per month. Every month, millions wow. more. And it just started getting scary. We always refer to, like, when I, I'll talk to other people about it too, about your model of, because um, I feel like it's, it's definitely one of like your ideas. Just hit them with content. In other words, yeah. just put stuff out there all the time. Because yeah. that's like every week, I mean, I'll just be on Instagram and I'll see you're like, this, you had a physicist on, then you have a comedian on, then you have a fucking hunter on, and you're just like, well, I'm just putting stuff out there, and then whatever you want, consume it. You know? But it's also, honestly, it's selfish, because these are all just people that I want to talk to. Yeah. Mm. So like, if I had Lawrence Krauss in the studio, who's a theoretical physicist, I have questions. I want to ask him about the, you know, the birth of the universe, yeah. what, what he thinks the, the boundaries of, of infinity are, and all these different in, fascinating people. So I have these one-on-one conversations with no interruptions for three hours yeah. with someone who you'd never get a chance to do that in real life. Because yeah. if you were at a dinner table with them, they would get up to go to the bathroom, they'd check their phone, other yeah. people would chime in, someone else would come but over. But this is your own conversation. It's just you and them alone in a room just staring at each other, and you get you get an education through that. Like yeah. I've got, I've become 
a much better conversationalist. Mm-hmm. I think I understand people better. I get, I understand motives better. I understand interaction better. I understand ego. I understand f- I, all kinds of weird stuff you pick up. It's like data chunking. You know, you just sort of recognize patterns in people and you start yeah. applying them. I just have a much better understanding of myself and of people and, uh, and of being a good conversationalist. Yeah, you've de- you're definitely highly skilled at it now. I mean, not that you weren't before, but I mean, I think it's obvious. Like that's it's a skill you develop because you work on it all the time. Well, it's crazy because I never thought it was a skill. Yeah, I never before I started doing podcasts, I would never have thought being a conversationalist is a skill. Yeah, I would have thought, yeah, you just talk to people. You know, I notice it more like as somebody that does podcasts a lot. When I watch, especially if I watch a television interview, I can tell or I listen in the like on the radio, I can hear that oh this host is a giver like a gracious host he's Mm. letting his subject you know say what he has to say and i can also feel like oh the host is trying to dominate yeah you pick up on it you know like you're like oh this he's making it about himself all the time that is an issue with people yeah like sometimes someone will interrupt a really good story and take a sidetrack where they talk about themselves, like they have an opportunity to talk about themselves, but you're right. in the middle of a story. Oh, Brian. And you've done this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and it just becomes a real problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lack of awareness and a clumsiness can really sabotage and throw a monkey wrench into the gears of a conversation. Yeah. And it makes it real awkward because the other person's aware of it and they're trying to be gracious and get through it. And then, you know, it just, when someone else is talking, when two people are having a conversation and someone else is just kind of like clunky, like it, it affects the way you're able to communicate. So like as a host of a podcast, when you're having a conversation with someone, part of the skill of it is like trying to figure out how to get that person the most comfortable and the most relaxed and then the most like asked the questions with the enough economy of words to get them to express themselves the cleanest. Right. That's why I don't like participating in or listening to podcasts with too many mics. No. Yeah, I don't I've like done it. them. Yeah. They get it's rough. The yeah. They get rough. It's too much. Yeah. And, 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 and usually what happens is, at least for me as a listener of one of them, I'll be like, every interesting point that I was looking forward, like I can hear coming gets derailed yeah. and like taken. I'm like, well, gives me anxiety. Even yeah. watching CNN sometimes they'll oh, do yeah. the split and there's like six people on there yeah. and I'm like, oh, I just want to hear one, one person, dude. I don't want to yeah. hear all this. Makes me nervous. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, me CNN like, does like nine sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. <laughs> too many experts. And they're all, t- they're all just like trying to get their sound bites in. Yeah. It's so obvious. I was watching something on Trump the other day. And it was it was just fucking gross. What man. do you think of the uh, oh, no. this whole current state of things with Trump? It's what happens when you get a guy who does not understand what being president is and is used to running businesses. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you, you let him run the presidency and he's trying to run it like a business. Yeah. He's firing people that he doesn't agree with. Like they, I didn't know that the, the president could just fire the FBI chief like that. Yeah, I, I didn't know it either, but. Like when he fired Comey and he's yeah. like, the guy's a, he's a real pain in my ass with yeah. this investigation. Like, yeah. what? Like, it's so obviously obstruction of justice. I think he has like right. he has obviously. really wide ranging uh, liberties when it comes to hiring and firing as president. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and we I, didn't know about that until, I know, this. until this happened. Yeah. Well, because most people have the good sense not to do things like that because well, it looks bad. It right. looks well, people, suspicious. People forget, though, that Clinton did the same thing. Clinton fired the head of the FBI as well, mm-hmm. and he fired him in the middle of an investigation. Mm. I forget what the investigation was. I forget what the circumstances were, but it wasn't as egregious, but it was pretty similar. 
Because this feels like, I mean, at mm. least from the outside, it does feel like, you know, every day it feels like this is heating up into some like major scandal. Uh, who knows? Because evidence-wise, I know it's always pointed out that we don't have any, you know, smoking gun yet, but it does feel like it's cooking up into something, you know. I don't know. I think everybody wants it to. That, that has that sense, too. It's here's a question like what's inappropriate and what's illegal, and right. I think right. a lot of it's been inappropriate, but how much of it is illegal? True. Like uh, Sam Harris has a podcast where he had these uh, political experts on talking about what Trump did when he had those Russians over the White House, mm-hmm. and he gave them top secret classified information about ISIS wanting yeah. to use laptops to blow planes up. Yeah, and he's like, hey, you know, when you do that, you've compromised all these people that were embedded in ISIS. Yeah, that were telling the the government about this plan that they have. Sure. Now they have to get these people out and mm-hmm. hope these people don't get assassinated. Like you can't. Like in thinking, in him thinking that he's sharing information. Like you know, I'll let you in on a secret. Yeah. Like <laughs> what you're doing is you're exposing sources, and it's and you know it's obvious too that like he's the type of guy that. Loves having that share a secret moment. Like, yeah, I'm sure, sure he was like, "Yeah, I right. tell you something." Well, and that's the like, whole thing with Comey. Like, you know, like he wanted to hug him. Yeah, and he wanted to say, "Look, I, I hope you can let this go." Yeah, like he's like telling someone to let go a criminal investigation <laughs> into being compromised by Russia. That, yeah. and apparently they were warned that that Flynn guy was he was compromised by Russia before he even got into office. They they were they were he was warned bef- by the Obama administration, yeah. and then when when Yates came over. The uh, the deputy attorney mm-hmm. general and warned uh, uh, Trump's lawyer about it. They still didn't act for another week or two. She was a gangster right. at those fucking hearings. Yeah, man. she was. She was so good. She was because good. she the, the, they were trying to chip away at her. Yeah, and she was like, "Look, what I'm schooling them. Yeah, 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 schooling them on the Constitution, schooling them on law, schooling them on ethics, and about her responsibility to the American people. It's like, no, I'm not going to." Institute a travel ban on Muslims. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, you can't do that. This is a country of immigrants. You want me to institute a travel ban? It's so upsetting to me. I can't even. You know what he's like? He's like a murderer, and you know, and they all get caught because they brag about shit. Like he couldn't help himself talking about ISIS. Probably like I got something good. I got to share it. I got to brag about the shit. I love all the reports about how uh, they go. It's really difficult. Because of his short attention span, and <laughs> right, his, uh, right. he has um, a, a, a tendency to be easily distracted, oh, and he good. likes visual aids too. Oh, oh yeah. good! If you if you talk about something, you have to show f- pictures to him. Oh my god! He <laughs> wakes up and winds down with cable news, and he brags <laughs> that I don't read. He's like, I don't like reading. <laughs> Not a reader. You know, another thing is hilarious. Let's talk about the shows that he watches. They're they're number one because everyone knows I'm watching. Oh, right. Him saying that everyone knows that he's watching these Fox News shows. Oh, boy. It's it's hilarious that he believes that that's why they're number one. But we've never had a president like like imagine if Obama did that. Mm. If Obama said, "Well, the the reason why this show is number one is because I watch it, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, everyone yeah. knows that I'm amazing." Yeah, like, what? Like, everyone loves Obama. Yeah, uh, he loves Obama, so yeah. I love him. Always in the third and, uh, person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like so he was talking about Kanye. Kanye loves Trump. He loves Trump. Yeah, you know, everyone like, loves he, Trump. 
But the fact that he talks about himself like he's fucking Roy Jones Jr. Like when Roy Jones is in his prime. Yeah. And Roy Jones is, I mean, he was the baddest motherfucker on the planet. And he was talking about it in his prime. It was a way to establish that he was, I mean, it's a psychological thing. Yeah. He was like, when Roy Jones Jr. gets out there, Roy Jones Jr. is going to take care of business. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a separate power almost, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm talking about this other aspect of myself. Yeah. He was talking about like this, this, Superhuman force, yeah. That was Roy Jones Jr. Man, when Tom gets on stage, it's just like, <laughs> damn. Uh, when Tom Segura rocks the house, Tom Segura rocks the motherfucking See, house. I wonder Case how posed. many presidents in the past were this psychotic, but None. because of Twitter, maybe. But maybe it's because of things like Twitter that we now see inside. I mean, what if Nixon was this batshit crazy too? But because oh, of the limited access, you ever to seen social? that HBO uh, Nixon tapes? That's great. But they play the actual tapes. No, I, I It's really great. I well, he had it. a drunken moment with a, it's a famous drunken moment with a reporter where he was talking about how he has the power to um, just go into a room and make the decision to kill six million people with a nuclear bomb. And that, you know, that that hangs over him. Yeah. And apparently he was intoxicated when he was talking about this, this, this nuclear option power. That's another very terrifying thing yeah, about the president. The pre- president really does have legitimate power yeah. to, to wipe out, to wipe yeah. out, yeah. to use nukes. I mean, th- he has a lot more power than we thought they did because there was so much restraint yeah. showed by Clinton and even by Bush, believe it or not. Yeah. Like yeah. Bush has even criticized the Trump administration, which is crazy. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, Bush, true. I mean, Bush seems like a fucking. Like a like a liberal daisy compared. <laughs> oh, to, he's so reasonable. It's like Einstein yeah. compared yeah. to fucking. Well, the Trump. Supreme Court when the Supreme Court ruled against uh, one of Trump's things, and Trump's like, "I'll see you in court," you know. Whereas, yes, like, yeah. hey, hey, dude, that was court. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great. <laughs> that was the best Supreme right. Court, yeah. man. Yeah. But like Bush, they they showed this clip of Bush losing a similar ruling to the Supreme Court, yeah. and his reaction to it was so reasonable. Yeah. He was like, well, we have to respect the court and the court's decision, and this is just the way it is. And yeah. Although I'm disappointed, I understand that they're doing their best. And like, A big right. part of it, I do think you're right, though, is, is the lack of Twitter restraint, because nobody oh. would ever act like that. I know no. they had, sort of, there was an article that said they had an intervention last week, and, <laughs> and they're like, you're making it harder for yourself, <laughs> and, and, they were like, and they showed him with visual aids. Like when you tweeted this and then this was the pushback and these were the articles written afterwards, like you gotta fucking stop doing ah! this. So it's I don't know. Aw- it's hilarious. It is. I, I mean who knows? It's, it's good in that we need to know that this is a stupid fucking position that yeah. no one should really have. Right. No one should really have the ability to just be the top chimp. Over 300 plus million people. It's crazy that you give anybody that power. There's no reason to. Unless you raise a philosopher king. Yeah. Even a philosopher king is subject to the, I mean, if he has an ego and if he's a human being, he has the same possibility of going out of their fucking minds. Well, just know. it's just we'll too see. much. Well, why risk it? It's just there should be way we, more checks and balances in place. Yeah, well, you have to be nutty to even want to be president. Of, of the course, free, it's, it's, oh, a, it's yeah. an insur- it's an absurd job. Yeah. They're all they're all megalomaniacs. Yeah, without a doubt. no way. Yeah. I couldn't I mean, sleep at night. Who knows? Could be next. Maybe uh, Glenn Moon. <laughs> I, Glenn Moon, officially announced my candidacy. Armed Forces Commander in Chief, Office President, United States of America. If elected, I will serve holy will of God in the name of Jesus Christ through power, Holy Spirit from. God in name Jesus Christ vote moon USA president 2012 November okay 
Oh, he didn't make it, huh? I don't think he made it. <laughs> but I don't know if he's going to come back. Man, Name female person, self-described 18-year-old, former student, Franklin or Churchill High School. I met earlier this year, 2011, Library, Livonia. If anyone knows Amy, whom I last saw entering her friend's house on Six Mile Road, Service Drive, west of Farmington Road, after I drove her there in my motor vehicle from library, I would appreciate you giving her my Facebook address, URL. I could use some help securing 18 to 20-year-old vote. Wow. Yeah. Well, and he was doing the sign of the cross while he, he was doing the sign of the cross. Yeah. But that helps. Yeah, Could be presidents. Loons. There's some loons yeah, out there. Yeah, what do you do with those? Shoot them in the head or let them live? I think you got to <laughs> let them live until they until they uh, show up at the address that they're <laughs> talking about. Yeah. yeah. We have to keep them at containment systems, yeah. though. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Reagan let them loose, and we need to re-get them. Reel them in a little yeah, bit. There yeah. There needs to be a park. Yeah. What did Reagan do? He lowered the De-ins- bar, right? He deinstitutionalized uh, the mentally ill. So we let, unleash them on the streets. Isn't it crazy? Because he's a guy who got shot by a mentally ill person. <laughs> yeah. He's right. out now. Yeah. Oh, is he? He's out now. He has a, it's like some type of supervised, he's out, but he has like supervised, he has to go, I think to his, it's his mother's house or something. And, but he's, yeah, he's not in a prison. Yeah. That's so weird. How old is he though? He's probably in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, he can still kill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a, <laughs> It's it's a bad job and it's not a it's not a smart job. It's a, it was a job that made sense back when we were dealing with kings and we said, well, let's have an elected representative instead of a king. So it was a, a superior alternative. And then we had all these checks and balances like representative government and having senators and congressmen and all these different people. They were there to make decisions for the individual states and the individual individual states could have their own laws and re- regulations. And it was it's it was a fairly good system for the time. But when you deal with electronic media and uh, our ability to gather information instantaneously like yeah. you, and, and communicate information, like there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to vote online. None. Yeah. None. Yeah. None. We should all be able to vote online. At the and very registration least, should be super easy. The very least, uh, you know, all these, I didn't know, but all these, all these European countries do weekend voting for national elections, and it ups their turnouts by like yeah, that's 50, a good 60%. Point too. Yeah, that's a great idea as well. There's a lot yeah, of different Saturday ways. Election. Yeah, See, they don't want that, though. <laughs> right. They literally don't want any more participation because, first of all, one of the things that you're seeing with Trump that's really disturbing is you're seeing the rise of the asshole class. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of assholes out there that were never represented, and they don't necessarily agree with his politics, but they have, like, an identity thing now. It's it's more like they're in a, a, a group of like-minded people yeah. than it is even that it's like a political party. It's like a cult. It's a douchebag yeah. cult. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I see them on TV all the time. It's legit. Like, there's a lot of people that are enjoying this because <laughs> they, they're on a team. Yeah. And it, it's like whether they're rooting for the fucking Dolphins or they're rooting for Trump. It's, it's kind of the same thing. They, they identify with a clan. Right. And this clan of people are uh, Trump supporters, right-wingers, whatever they're doing. But it's, it, they, they just happen to be Trump supporters and right-wingers. Yeah. They could oh, be anything else. Terrifying. It's just people love to be in a support group of like-minded that's folks. That's true. Yeah. People that agree to a certain thing. I don't think they, they also, like, I, I noticed during the campaigns, it, was, it seemed like it was a lot more just fuck the other team, like yeah. that kind of thing. It oh, wasn't yeah. like about, like, he makes sense on these points. <laughs> no. It was just like, fuck you guys. I'm Could you imagine team. if Hillary got into office and was doing all the same things that Trump has done as far as like giving away classified information to Russia, oh compromising sources, oh, I know. firing the head of the FBI because he was investigating her. Oh the, the lock her up, oh, yeah. lock her up, lock her up. All that was like a big chant during the campaign, yeah. remember? Yeah. yeah. Wow, he's done shit. 
way worse. Yeah. Way worser, way man. Worse. Yeah. Way worser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit just got way worser. <laughs> What's that from? That's from uh, <laughs> oh, uh, no, uh, the gypsies. The gypsies, yeah. Uh, They're like, that? there's total white trash people, and she's she's fighting with some other woman. She's like, okay, shit just got way worser. <laughs> You know, you, you know what else is interesting um, that that I was listening to uh, the Sam Harris podcast they were talking about. I like him. His books re- are good. Yeah, he's amazing. The real the real interesting issue is the ebb and flow of support, and that if the pro Trump media unitedly turned on him, mm. because there was some speculation that they were upset that Trump was doing some things some intervention things in foreign countries and mingling uh, meddling in other f- affairs that they didn't want. They wanted more of a separatist sort of uh, like the United States can take care of itself and fuck all those other countries. But when we started bombing Syria, we dropped the Moab bomb and all this different stuff. There was a lot of people that expressed some like they some discontent. Like yeah. this is not what we wanted. It's this not what we sign up for. Right. You. Yeah. If it turns and they united as a united front, turn on Trump, the very people that support him, which, by the way, mm. could absolutely happen. Sure. Yeah, for when sure. You're, when you're a guy who like mobilizes those armies, those armies of assholes, they're, they're subject to turn on you, especially if you're clearly an asshole yourself. Sure. And if he does enough asshole-ish things, mm. and then one day they just decide to turn on him, they were talking about this, like this could be catastrophic sure. for his campaign. Like it literally could. The very people that put him in office, this same group, if they have someone who represents them better, whether it's a Ron Paul or someone else, someone who they can get with philosophically, but they don't think like for whatever reason, they just decide they don't like him anymore, yeah. which can easily happen. Totally. Well, it can happen too, because I don't think Trump really believes all the crap that he was saying that he was behind. Like, do you really think he's anti-abortion? Like, how many abortions has that motherfucker probably paid for himself? You know what I mean? Like, he's not about all the stuff that... Do you really believe that? I think he's... I think... No, I, I no think... No way. He's a, he's, a, he's a great... You have to give him credit for being the, the super talented self-promoter. Right. super he's talented galvanizing them selling on. things in the moment. Yeah, yeah I don't think he believes he all that. Believe in all I know that, that he shit. definitely lost at least a segment of people this past week with uh, having his first foreign trip to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Like, there was a lot right. of people... That were, I mean, I'm talking about like very, very hardcore, you know, far right people that were upset that like, what are you doing going there on your first foreign trip? You should be having them pay us back for 9-11. You should, you know, why are you basically mingling with them, negotiating an arms deal? I mean, it's just, there's, there's going to be things that pop up every week that people will you know, get upset about. Have you seen the picture of Trump and that Saudi Arabian guy and yes. some other dude holding on to that glowing yes. ball? Yeah, it's, it's so, so creepy. Weird. What is that glowing ball? I don't know. What is that? I don't globe know. It's like a global, uh, it's a, it's Islam a Islam globe. Yeah. And it's, it's like showing, it's funny too, cause he was like the anti-globalist campaign guy, right? Yeah. It was like America first nationalism. <laughs> and then now it's like, it's a global, we're, it's all about the whole world. What now. is it with these people once they get into office, even Obama, once he got into office, like became kind of a different person. They, like, I think, well, especially like when you're in that first term, you know, you, you, I think everything just shifts to like, I got to make, I got to get that second term. That's all they care about. I mean, think that's it. Or I think that's a big part of it because they, they, especially like the one thing I will say, I think I noticed with Trump is I think at the end of the day, I don't think he cares about anything other than winning, winning mm-hmm. the campaign winning votes, winning. For him, he's a, I think he's a highly, highly, highly competitive guy. And to him, it's just like, everything is about, it's a victory, whether it's 
this executive order signed. This is like a victory. Uh, you know, the 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 when the healthcare thing went down, that was considered a loss. I think that would probably was su- like destructive to his whole psyche. And I think all he wants is to win again, have another shot at the presidency again, only because it means he won, not because he really cares <laughs> about being president. I think he just wants to win, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could be. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm I'm enjoying the campaign, like the the sorry the coverage of Melania hating him. Like they're they're That's claiming stuff. Yeah. stuff. Like he g- tries to hold her hand and she swats it away and shit yeah. like that. Really? I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you know, there's a lot of stuff laugh. they reach. They reach obviously for anything, right? Like if you're pre- That's the thing is like <laughs> the level of scrutiny on everything. It's like they were holding hands and then they let go and they're like she swatted his hand away. Like they you know they want. There is a anything. great uh, yeah. animated gift though where he looks over at her and That's, she's smiling I, yeah. and then he turns away and she's like yeah she's like instantly that's at the inauguration yeah Yeah, that's amazing it's weird it is weird (laughs) what do you think that's all it reads so clearly too it's like you can say a lot of these things are ah you're just but that seems so much because she's like well that seems legit and also the fact that she doesn't live there yeah well fuck would you want to she just you know that's not what she signed up for you know what What did she sign up for she signed up for some bjs and some squirrel yeah you know what i'm saying some fendi bags and that's right drinking your teaspoon a day and then how much dick can you suck right i mean think about it it's a great gig because he's probably only horny a couple days a week he's old yeah he's 75 or something like that yeah He can only probably get it up a few days, even with Viagra. Yeah. He probably only wants pussy a few days a week. Yeah. And then the rest of the days a week, she's driving Rolls Royces. Shopping in New York. Yeah. Having a good life. So she's right here, right? And like, so he's going to turn back, smile, big smile. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The big smile. But you forget she's my tribe. This is actually. The coldness of the Eastern Blocker as well. Yeah, like my stepmother had a little of that. Under little, yeah. a lot. Yeah, I yeah. Know. So do you it's think that European. it's also like part of the reason why she accepted this position in life in the first place? It's like there's like a like a pragmatism, like a cold pragmatism. Like this is a good move. Of course. Yeah. Well, she was a hot chick, right? She's like a yeah, model. For sure. So that's what you got to do. It's uh, you, you know, you Isn't can't model like forever. Pictures of her in a lesbian sort of photo shoot. Type thing. There's, I know there's, there's some nude modeling. Ever. Yeah, there's some. She did some nude yeah. modeling. Holla, good looking lady, you know. Very, very pretty. There's yeah. nudie pics of our first lady. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Hot. It'd be crazy if there were like <laughs> butthole pics. You know, <laughs> if she like did spread them shots. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a string of spit yeah. glued into her fingers. <laughs> and we're back to your mom's yeah. right. house. I got serious for a minute, yeah. but well, we got back to the important stuff quick. It's, oh yeah, we're living in the one of the weirdest times ever in human history. Yes. It is, yeah, because yeah. it's total <laughs> uncharted territory. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just glassing, just glassing, <laughs> just glassing. Dude, that's become in the hunting community. Yeah, that's become uh, a giant punchline. It yeah. is all over. Like I sent you that meat thing eater, meat eater. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they said, we're going to beat you guys to the punchline. Yeah, and they send pictures just out and just glassing. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful photo. They're look, overlooking this yeah. incredible landscape. And yeah. everybody just say, just glassing. Do you oh know that like when that, that <laughs> so became, funny. you know, we have all these like little inside jokes. That one went 
like Bananas. so crazy. Haywire. It went haywire. Do you know that people brought binoculars <laughs> to my shows in New York? Everybody, look at the look at the map. <laughs> this is why. This is why we came up here. We've been slipping along this big, huge meadow. That's a beautiful meadow. Long, tall meadow. We've been slipping along here, just glassing, just glassing, <laughs> glassing, and all of a sudden, literally, I didn't even have, I didn't even put my head in it. He's like, so oh, fired up. Yeah, he's such huge meadows. And this also opened up mm. a whole new world for us, which was the excitement of a dad boner. Like when a dad gets really excited about uh, yeah, something. Dad that, enthusiasm. Yeah, it's not like any other kind. It's a it's different like, kind of enthusiasm. Well, yeah, yes, well, it's dad enthusiasm. It's usually for something that nobody would get that excited about except for that. Well, you know, he's a very famous boner. Fred Eichler, We right? figured yeah. that yeah. out. Yeah, we figured, yeah. Yeah. People are emailing us like, yeah. that's fucking Fred. I'm like, I, didn't I right. tell you? I told you too. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. He's, I watch him on TV. Oh, yeah, you did oh. say he watch his show. Yeah. yeah. He, and he, so he glasses the whole, like, what's That guy's there? killed everything in the world with a compound. I read it. We read about him after. Yeah, he's, wow. he's, he's yeah. like killed the animal kingdom. Yeah, he's killed Noah's Ark with a recurve bow. Um, a, a recurve bow is like a traditional old school bow. It's like legit. This dude is. is oh awesome yeah, he's one of the this. best bow hunters in the world. Wow. Recognized. Hmm. Yeah. So does he know about this? I don't know. <laughs> I know we, we emailed him. Yeah, we reached yeah, out. I'm sure I reached out. These guys he's probably upset. Yeah. Uh, oh, these so? people are all swearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's super nice. Oh, remember he's sure. Be, yeah. yeah. He had that one. He had a video where he goes and he spanks a little cub bear. That there was a, a little bear eating out of like a dumpster by his house, <laughs> and he ran up and spanked it, and he was like, "Ahoo!" and like ran back, got all excited about <laughs> so it. Cute. Yeah, he's like way out in the wilderness. I don't know. Oh yeah, he lives. I believe he lives in Colorado. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's glass. We have all these Cut-a-moose. other. So we we started to look for dads that get excited about things. You know, like that we consider him in in that category, and like so like there's you know how, what foamers are. No. Foamers are people that get like <laughs> it's not dirty. really into trains and they like will wait at train stations for trains to drive by and they fucking get really excited. Oh, Why are they call them foamers? Oh, no. New York once again on the SNC. Yeah. Some train coming here southbound on North Creek. They get really into it, man. Boy, I want to hear Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that sounds. What? What? Oh my gosh! Oh. oh my god! It sounds like an Alco. Oh, a 1943 S2. Oh! Harry equipment of the SNC. It's a BL2! Oh, man! Yeah! SNC! Parenting all the way! Wow! So these guys just will wait for trains, like, hours. Just for a train, yeah. He's so excited about that train. So excited. But don't you kind of envy this guy's ability to get super stoked on something so dumb? No, that guy needs to find pussy. Yeah. Pussy's so much better. If he did, he would just abandon all those numbers he keeps rattling. It's a F45... Six two nine. Here's the uh, solar eclipse. Dad uh, that's boner. why they're dads. They're like benign. Look at this. Oh my God! It's coming. The moon's shadow is coming. It is coming. Oh, they're watching from a plane. Yeah. Oh my God! Here it comes. Look at this. I've never seen it like this. No flashes. Oh my God! Here we go. Look at it. Oh my God. Whoa! Look at that. Oh my God. Here we go. 
Oh my god, it's coming right over. It's like a storm. Look at this. Oh my god, we're getting close. It's getting close. Who built the dome? I got Corona. There it is. Diamond Belly's beads. Belly's beads diamond ring. Look at that. Corona. Totality. Tot <laughs> oh my god. Look at that. I mean, it's cool. But it's super cool. Yeah. See, that god. makes sense. Yeah. Look at the crumbs. It's all. Well, maybe that's just me. Prominence. Oh, look at down there. It's what? badass. It is. Yeah, that's pretty it's rad. Oh, there's a flare. That's look at that diamond dope. ring. Look at that. Oh, my God. But he does sound like he's going to come in his pants also. <laughs> I wonder if he took that flight specifically to that. see that. Possibly. You're right. That, that guy seems so into it. It was so much knowledge. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a casual trip. No. I think by far the craziest one that we found, because we've, we've been sent a lot of these things, <laughs> is this fucking guy. I'm mm. getting excited about something so goddamn mundane. The, Trans-Canada uh, Highway. Yeah. Oh, God, I love this one. I finally found the last section oh. we paved. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> this guy doesn't This fuck. is no. the Trans-Canada <laughs> Highway, baby. And... <laughs> We are standing in beautiful, sunny British Columbia Come on. at the kilometer marker 7,128. And this is where I believe with a 90%, uh, no, make that 95% uh, chance that this is in fact the very place where the Trans-Canada paved its last section. I mean, this is about a highway being completed, right? Wow. Canada has an asphalt belt, and this is the buckle. <laughs> and it's a divided highway. Ooh. He goes running on it. Oh, I'm winded. <laughs> and he like he comes. Basically. Oh, the story that this road tells. <laughs> oh, He's one, running on the highway right now. Time down the middle. Oh my oh. god. Oh, oh, what the fuck? Oh, 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 what the fuck? Oh, 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 this is a downhill section, fortunately. Oh, oh, this is so strange. Oh, 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 so right? Strange. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It makes me happy every time. I, I mean, why does it make you happy? Because I, I lack that enthusiasm for the road. Like this guy's found a way to get pumped on something so benign. See, my, my what brain excited about. I get excited about a lot of shit, but yeah. this the, with this guy, I see that and I go, okay, I, w I want to talk to that guy about normal life. There, right. There's got to come a, a normal conversation where he falls apart. Yeah. Like there's right. some normal shit where you talk to this guy about and he's got some weird disconnect and, well, I don't like to talk about bathrooms. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And this is where he's yeah. sublimating yeah. all that weirdness. Yeah, yeah. he's finding, a good like, point. he's bottlenecking somewhere. He is. And yeah. you're right about the lack of sexual intercourse. There's no way oh. this guy's, get, or any of these this dads. Yeah. No. But no. that's why they're dads, because. Are you sure yeah. they're dads? That guy might be a loner. Well, yeah. I think we're, we're labeling dad. You know, yeah, you're calling them dads because they're older guys. Yes. But, yeah. I'm assuming that they're, they've shut it down or their wives have shut it down. The yeah. wife has a very short haircut and she's wearing oh, culottes and wow. sandals. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're just both rough. shut down. Yeah. yeah. That gets sad. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> your Trans-Canada Highway. Uh -huh. <laughs> This is yours, Canada. 
<laughs> there would be something ironically oh, hilarious if you heard bang, bang <laughs> and you see the this video is dedicated to all the men and the women who made this great possible, great highway possible. Thank you in all caps with yeah. exclamation points. It's just whoa. It's Those noises though were like it's so crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> that's gangbang sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's for a highway being completed. Yeah, I almost feel like he's seen every stretch of it. Right, like. That's the thing. Yeah. Maybe this is like the completion of 10 years of traveling this fucking highway and documenting the Maybe. whole thing. Maybe. We like to think of the backstory. Yeah. Was yeah. he there for the construction? Was he part of it somehow? I had a guy on my podcast, so. Chris Cage, who's uh, walked the Appalachian Trail. Do you know what the Appalachian Trail is? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's all through the Carolinas, right? Yeah. You start in Georgia and it goes all the way to Maine. Mm-hmm. And he walked it. It's like six months of walking. Whoa. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like a dream, like his dream. Just, I don't know. He had it in his head that he wanted to do it. And how did he eat? Did he bring, how does the gotta, food work in the water? You bring food, you buy food along the way. Okay. Yeah, you bring some food. Hmm. That's yeah. my only concern. <laughs> now, you yeah. say you get excited. You're saying that I don't get excited. Listen, I have an email from a listener I thought would be a nice time. Okay. Dear Mommy Tina, I completely understand your need for Tom to have enthusiasm, as my fiance is just as chill and unexcitable as Tom. There is nothing more agitating than being excited for something and only getting a smile from my man. That just proves that you are the personality champ. Personality is all about getting excited, having different moods, and responding accordingly to other people. Clearly, Tom doesn't have what it takes to be considered a champ. It's all you. P.S. I also get farted on and treated like a sister. We are definitely into weird territory. I feel like this only happens with couples who are on the same playing field. Lots of love, Hannah. Thank you, First Hannah. First of all, you made a huge mistake yeah. giving out your email address. Yeah. just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. You're going to get more from Hannah now. Yeah. Hannah's going to start crying. For sure. I caught him farting on my sister. <laughs> uh, things are getting weird. I can't believe you, you uh, think I don't get excited about anything. You, you seldom. I mean, we discover that Tom gets excited about football. But I mean, okay. seldom is there a big. I mean, you've known him for years too, and it's exciting when he goes to, goes to shows when he does a great show. I do. I get excited. How do that. you express your enthusiasm for a, I mean, like, good a great show. fucking show? Yeah, yeah, you can tell he gets yeah. pumped. Yeah, I, get, I do. I get a rush. What does pumped look like from Tom Joe? Sponge. <laughs> 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 I like cars. I get excited by cars. He does get excited by I cars. Saw, I saw one of his cars. Okay. And I, got, I was used to see You do like, that, yeah. He had a video camera on me. I was like, <gasps> I was glowing at the thing. I was mm. so, I, I like cars. I buy car yeah. magazines. I'm like yeah. a kid. That's them, true. Man. Okay. That's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, the Corvette, right? I yeah. Had the Corvette. Yeah. So cool. You do I was like, like a little that. kid. Yeah. Mm. I, I do okay. like it. So there you go. You farted this morning uh, horrendously. This morning. <laughs> no, was it last night? We Probably were, both. We, yeah. Both. Did you get excited about that too, or you changed it? Well, no. <laughs> I was. We, uh, we made sweet uh, marital relations, and then afterwards we were, you know, whatever, laying around. And he goes, "You know, you're lucky." I go, "Why?" He goes, "Well, I held in a fart for you that whole time." Yeah. And I go, "Wow, what a lucky gal I am." I Thank feel like you. I should get credit for that. I feel like right. I feel like some guys would have let that go, and I was like, "Nope." <laughs> Like, don't do that right now. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had just settled in, right. you know, and I was like, nah, don't let this go right now. That's beautiful. Yeah. See, he can appreciate it. <laughs> it's amazing. Would I, your... I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> talking about this with you guys. <laughs> would, now, would your wife be, uh, would she consider it 
nice too that you hold, do you hold them in or do you yeah I'm try, I try my best yeah and if I do accidentally let one go I'd let everybody know get yeah. out of the way get out of the way yeah everybody clear it's out nice. yeah yeah no you got ladies around you got little girls yeah. right so yeah uh, house filled with girls yeah oh but that's right being a gentleman. Yeah. I got the opposite. It's all dicks all day. (laughs) Dicks and farts. Dicks and balls and farts. But in the same, don't you think that you get material out of that? That's probably a blessing for you. It's a blessing in the skies. And I'm used to it. I'm, you know, I'm more male energy. I'm not good with, you know, stuff. We haven't done this uh, during the show. You need to do this. What? Uh, Christina. My big announcement. This means there's a big announcement coming. Major. I'm so excited. What's that sound? That's uh, chips in a bowl. Chips being poured into a bowl. That means this, there's a big news coming. Oh. Yeah. That's a sound cue. You know how like morning shows will have like air horns or whatever? Yes. We have chips in a bowl. Chips in a bowl. But what kind of chips are those? I think they're potato chips being poured in. They're mm. so loud. It sounds like, like yeah. <laughs> I thought it was gambling chips. Yeah. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, that's that, interesting. No, I never thought of that. No, I think you know, I don't salty. think there's a distinction made. But it's so clinky. It is. Yeah. I think they're the thin lays kind. That's the oh, kind okay. I see when I Maybe ruffles? It. Yeah. Could be. Yep. Okay. Uh, anyways, big news. I'm finally shooting my hour special. Oh. oh, oh. Ta-da. There you go. When are you shooting it? All right. Here it is. The announcement. I can finally make it June 24th at the Showbox Theater in Seattle. Nice. Tickets are on thousandranch.com. Uh, the link is up. It is active, so you can get those tickets now. Please, mommies, let's pack it out so I can have a great taping. There's two shows, uh, awesome. 7 and 9.30, bang, bang. In the and, great city of Seattle. In the great yeah. city of Meat Rattle. I can't wait to go there. We have so many mommies there. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I'm stoked. I'm very happy for you. I'm Thanks. very excited uh, for you. Seattle's on the short list of places I would live outside of L.A. Yeah. As Yeah, same as me. I yeah, like that. I very. It's I, not I would LA, get but. through the winter. I'd just go to Hawaii a couple of times or something yeah. to get through that fucking rainy bullshit. Yeah, yeah they have to deal with. Sucks. But once you get through that, I think like uh, intellectually, I think it's one of the best cities. Like people, they're not pre- as pretentious. They're but they're smart. There's yes. no showbiz influence, yeah. which I think is one of the things that fucks us up here. Yeah, is the the desire for fame. Like you, it's a t- there's a total absence of that up there. You see way less fake. Yep. Fake tits, fake lips, fake asses. Yeah, people you see look way like less people. Of that. They look like people. It's mm-hmm. a really cool city. I um I didn't realize, you know, sometimes you just see like one thing in a, in a theater, and so you you don't know if you've been there before. I did the more, and uh, I didn't realize until afterwards when I went to the lobby that I'd been there with you because the lobby oh, yeah. stood out to me. I didn't realize. Yeah. Where You've been here Sorry? before in Seattle. Oh yeah. I did it a couple of weeks ago, and as as we were in there. They're like, you've been here before? I was like, never been here before. And then we got to the lobby and I was like, I have been here before. Because I remember doing like a meet and greet with you. With a Yeah, we've done so many places, dude. I forget. We forget them all. Yeah, I forget. They all get, they blend in. You but know? Seattle, I mean, yeah. every time I've gone there, I've had some oh, of the most fun shows the I've best. ever had. Yeah. That's why yeah. I chose that city. I mean, I, you know, LA is obviously my heart. For yeah. real though. But yeah. what for you said, though. the the showbiz element, that is the problem for It's me the too. problem. There's yeah. not just the showbiz element, but the problem that you were talking about with the Instagram kids and the Kardashians, they're not necessarily even showbiz. They're like the attention industry. It's the attention industry. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like there's so much fake bullshit and so much like flossy nonsense. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, Seattle is base is Microsoft and Amazon and there's a lot of tech money there and a lot of really smart people. Yeah. Yes. Just, and it's also super green. And I feel like being next to the ocean and super green, like seeing a lot of green mountains and yeah. 
something about that's just better for you. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. It's good for your brain. And yeah. this is a very like kind of showy town, you know, that we live in. It's like a very like show off thing. I think one of the funny things is like the idea, like that you think you have money in this town, like and people who are are trying to come across that way. Mm-hmm. Then you go to a town like Seattle, where like no those those. Twenty-two people are billionaires. Yeah, and they're they're not even trying to show you that. Yeah, they were they're wearing like a sweater. Yeah, yeah, jeans. I like that. Bill yeah. Gates dresses like a fucking librarian. <laughs> yeah, he's got he like does. eighty billion dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's odd, right? Like, it is odd. What are you doing with all that money? Yeah. He but he does a lot of humanitarian stuff. Tons of it. That, that's yeah. incredible what he's done. And he got a lot of other super wealthy people to donate their money. Mm. A lot of them. Yeah, like they do that the pledge. So well, how about Warren Buffett? He's given it all. Yeah. That, and that's, that's through awesome. Gates. He's yeah. done it through Gates. Yeah. yeah, he's an interesting cat. Like, he's literally, when he dies, he will die and leave it all to charity. Yeah. So that's, and, and he's been giving a lot. Some of those guys, they've been giving billions as they're alive, even. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Warren Buffett also lives in, like, the same house that he bought, like, 30 Omaha. years ago in yeah, Omaha, so. Nebraska. And yeah. it's a super normal house. Yeah. He drove the same car for like 20 years. Like, why have all that money then? I, I don't understand. It's, it's, Aren't you fucking flossing? He's not balling a little at bit. At his level, you should definitely be balling. Slightly. Now, a little bit. Is he yeah. married the same lady? Uh, I think I he's divorced. Be. He got divorced. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, she got like $1.5 billion, which That's to him was like, oh, she, like <laughs> stop lick. Get stop out of here. nagging at me. Yeah. Take, take your little $1 billion. Take yeah. it, fuck out of I my house. $80 billion. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's still doing pretty well. Now, Jew Dork Titties, that's a great city, too. Yeah. I love... Jew Dork Titties? <laughs> New York City. Yeah. That's what we call it on the on show. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a place that I would consider living. I would consider yeah. living in New York City. Not in the winter months. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. I, I think it's all about... One thing is, like, in L.A., after a while, even though compared to most of the country, lifestyle, you know, cost of living is much higher, it's still significantly different than New York. And, like, I would only go there if I could definitely live at least pretty comfortably. You know what I mean? Like You'd have to be a baller. You have, have to be a baller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't um, want to struggle in New York. Yeah, my wife once, she's talked about moving there. That's, like, one place where she said she would go. Like, if you want to go there, I'll go there. Really? Yeah. I, just, I think she just thinks it's, like, a big glamorous shopping trip, though. Yeah. That's how she looks at it. Oh, Could be. Shopping. Yeah. Well, she, she's right to a yeah. point. I mean, like, there's yeah. incredible... Shop the cold, there. I couldn't take that. Yeah, the cold's rough. I don't like but, that shit. you know, you just dress warm. It's not that difficult. Dude, you'd be know. doing like eight spots a night. I know that you. Yeah, maybe, but not. I don't like that many spots as much as I like longer spots. Right. I think longer spots, like two long spots. I take two one-half-hour spots over eight, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Because as far as like developing material, yeah. I think it's really important to... To stretch out a little bit because you're creating like you're composing something, you're putting something together, a peak in a valley, and yeah, you know, Diaz and I had a conversation about that yesterday. He was like, "I got to go to more places where I can work an hour." He goes, "Because sometimes I'm home for like a month and I don't go on the road and I don't do an hour set, and then I got to go do an hour set." True, and I got to piece it all together. I'm like, that makes sense. I don't like short spots, and especially if you if you're touring a lot, like I have been. And you're doing that long set every night. Yeah, uh, I, I don't particularly get a thrill out of a 15 minute spot. I feel like it feels like. A, I mean, I understand it's a totally different thing, and it's, it becomes like a different skill set. But it doesn't even feel that rewarding because, like, the benefit is like it doesn't feel like it m- like m- lines up with what I'm doing. No yeah, you're way. just getting cooking. Yeah, yeah, you're just getting started, and the light goes on. You're like, yeah. oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. But to me, I treat them as blocks. Like I have uh, four 15-minute blocks. Yeah. And so like uh, like if I'm doing a set tonight, I'll say, okay, well, I did this block last night. Oh, right. So tonight I'll do this block. So that's true. You know, and then um, one of the cool things about L.A. is that I can do three or four blocks a night. Like I'll do one set at the improv and I'll do two sets at the comedy store. I did three sets at the comedy store and one set at the improv on two Thursdays ago. And you had like totally different sets? Yeah. Well, no, one one different, two the same, and one was uh, the um, uh, Jeremiah Watkins fuck yeah. around show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that next People, month. That's a great show. Can't wait. To, I've People, never done it. Oh, it's the best. People so they yell, yell out a subject, and then you start riffing on the subject. It's the best. So they just yell out like, uh-huh. like yeah. hats. Yeah, yep, yep. And you start talking about it, and it's... You come up with material and punchlines. You come up with taglines. You come up with like you might like f- have a, a a section of something that you ran about that doesn't fit anything, and then one day you have a new bit, and then you go, oh, and well, then there's that thing that I did on stage right. that night, and then it slides right into there. I'm a big believer in that. It's not that hard, you know, relatively speaking, to say something like a, a joke, come up with something funny. It's much more of a challenge to come up with an interesting topic or a premise. Yes. You know, so that's what like I, that, that show sounds exciting. Yeah. I feel like um, saying like, talk about this topic. You're like, mm. okay. Yeah. Premises are giant. Premises are giant and ha- a point of view is giant. And then from there, I feel like it's like, that's the scaffolding that you'll add jokes to mm-hmm. and you'll figure out a way to make it funny and sh- figure out a way to just do it the right way. And, for me, one of the things that I started doing really recently that really made a big difference is um, I'll, I'll have a bit, even if the bit's killing, uh, and I know like this bit's going well, uh, it's developing well, I will, outside of stand-up, I'll sit in front of my computer and just write on that subject. Write on it in a completely different way. Mm. Like, say if I approach it from one, like, say, like, you're talking about uh, going on a boat. You approach it from this way. Mm. Then I'll just approach it from a completely different way and just say, okay, well, this is already in the can. This one's done. All right, I've got it. So let me just try a new attack on it. And I've come up with so many different punchlines coming at it from a different angle. But forcing myself to sit in front of the computer. Yeah. And, you know, I use that program, Right Room. Have mm-hmm. you ever showed you that program? Where it like blacks everything out. Blacks everything out and gives you green font. So it's like the Matrix font. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there and I, I can't access email. I don't get notifications, nothing. So when you, um, when you write from the different angle, will you then in your bit do the chunk that works and then be like, or what if somebody's, and then like all of a sudden present the other angle? Or, Sometimes it yeah. fits in. Sometimes I just, oh. I just find a way find where a way it fits to, in. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's just creating more p- tags lines, more tag lines, more punch lines. So you're, you have a new hour though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my so how long did that already? take you? It didn't take you that long. Six months. Damn. Six months. Yeah. That's awesome. Every day I'm hustled. Yeah, yeah, you are though, but I've Every seen you hustled. actually, Damn. it's a good lesson I think for a lot of, a lot of comics like you, uh, it came out and then you didn't haven't chilled at all on that. You just like were work. I've seen you, I see on posts all the time that you just like spot, spot, like working, working, working all the time. Yeah. I do, um, five or six nights a week lately, at least, at least four, always at least four. Really? Yeah. Like I worked last night. I take off tonight. I'll work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I got a hot date with the wife nice. and then, uh, I'll probably work Sunday too. And then I'll go at it again next week. And you're doing, by the way, congrats on this tour. Cause I saw it's, it's big time shit, man. You're, crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. it's crazy. You're doing the theater at Madison square garden. Yeah. Damn, it's homie. It's almost sold out. 
That's, that's amazing. Isn't that like 7,000 seats or something? That's something, something crazy. Something crazy. Jesus, Dallas dude. was nuts, man. Dallas was, uh, I just did Dallas. It was the biggest place ever sold out. That was 6,000 seats. Wow. It was maniacal. That's like crazy. The, the energy that you get. How do you like it? Because it's a total different thing from 1,500 or 2,000 seater. It's different. It's a different thing. But the energy when the, you get 6,000 people laughing is yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's weird. It's just like it's a roar. It's a, it's a it's a different feeling. Yeah. But you know, man, I just I really like creating stuff. Yeah. I really like putting together stand up. You know, and I, I really love the process of writing things down and like going over my notes. I love the process of creating new material. I love the process of sitting in front of that laptop and staring at the screen. I, lo- I love the whole process. I love the process of going on a run and like recording a new idea that I have in my head and then looking at the notes that I have on my phone and then breaking those down on paper and then sitting in front of the laptop and then taking these ideas, smoking a joint, going on stage with it and riffing with it and then recording it and then listening to the recording on the way home. It's like the whole process to me is is i it's my favorite thing to do it really is other you know me too i, I think it is like it's the biggest fun. thrill i was talking to somebody about it that like i think the biggest thrill still of all things is coming up with something new yeah. and having it be you know validated and rewarded you're like that's a bigger thrill than anything yeah it really is like mm. i thought of this thing i said it and this group of people React, and then it. abandoning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to. Absolutely. After you do a yeah. record a special, to. like somebody yelled out, like, do the Kim Kardashian bit, the, the Bruce Jenner bit, rather. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know how to do it anymore. I literally don't know yeah, how to do it. People don't understand delete. that. Only comics understand that. Yeah. That you go, I've been doing this other thing for so long now that I don't even remember the beats of that. Yeah. Somebody tried to get, I, I, I started to do one and I was like, 30% through it, and I got to know what happens next. And <laughs> the audience yelled out the next line. I was like, well, there you go. You guys know. Well, yeah, because even as I'm ramping up to tape it in a month, like I have to sit down and really go through my notes and really yeah. remember every little Beat, yeah. bump to it and bell and whistle because you forget the cadence. On. You can get away without doing that, but make no mistake about it. The more attention you spend thinking yeah. about that material, the better it'll get. Uh, most definitely. Yeah. And I have to get full focus. Like I can't fuck around with anything. Like it's late until that date and then you know what i know that's really kind of weird i know guys that write on shows and they'll write sitcom scripts and they'll write movie scripts and then they they have like a chalkboard they write or a a whiteboard and they'll write on the whiteboard they'll have notes they'll put like scenes different scenes but they don't ever do that about their own act right and and then their 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 own act they treat like you know like a redheaded stepchild they never really they never really have that kind of professional focus because you don't have to because no one's telling you to. Right. But when it comes to like writing a show or writing a movie, yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to write that because everyone's going over bit by bit. You have writer's meetings. You go to the writer's room. You sit down with people. There's no writer's room or writer's meetings for stand-up. But why isn't there? Like, why, why don't we? Because we're fucking lazy. Yeah. It's discipline. It's self-discipline. Yes. Yeah. And also, it's hard to look at yourself and look and step back and separate you from your work and go, yeah. ah, that kind of sucked. Like, that can be better. I should yeah. do this there. You know what I love the most is knowing that I'm about to say some crazy shit. Like, when you're like, you take the risk and in your heart, you're like, oh, I'm so scared. This could be really, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this. And the then addiction. you say it and you're yeah. like, ah. You get addicted to that feeling. Yeah, I like the that feeling part. feeling of like, I'm going to take yeah. a leap right here. Yeah, this yeah. is scary. And then, yeah, 
hopefully they'll come with me. Because it's not just yeah. talking about airplanes and cats and dogs. You're like, no. I'm going to say some crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and That's then the best part. There's a, there is that the risk. The risk is, what the, is that feeling of like, yeah. is this parachute going to open? I did it. Open? I did it, yeah. yeah. And then you, the, like, it's, you don't think about it at the time, but the knowing that a bunch of people are getting babysitters, they're spending their money, they're coming out to see you, and this this massive responsibility to incite a reaction in them yeah. with just your words and thoughts and the amount of responsibility that's on you Definitely. for that. It's pretty intense. I've, I've, I've paid more attention to it over the last year or so than I have like ever in my life. Yeah. Oh. I've ramped it up more. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I just think it's constantly, and then my standards always get higher too. It's like I need to, I can't, have a new special that's not as good as the last one. So I feel like, man, I got to make sure this one's better. So I have to like watch my old one and go, well, what, where, where's there too much fluff or where is there too much? Oh, you did that really? Yeah. 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 Like maybe I could have cut this down. Maybe I should have, maybe this isn't as good as this part, you know, all that just all sharpening the samurai sword, hammering Mm -hmm. that fucking metal down. Yeah. I know my problem is I'm a perfectionist, so like, and it's never good enough. It's never going to be. That's everybody's problem. <laughs> I hate it. Everybody hate if anybody who's any good hates everything they do. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Gosh, everybody I know that loves their act is terrible. Everybody, everybody that tells me, "Oh, my new stuff's amazing. I love it." Like, ugh, get away no, from me. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, the, remember we did that show one time where that guy I was know, like, "He I goes know. like, don't you love going back and watching?" We're yeah, like, yeah. Some guys like, don't like, you love watching yourself? Yeah. I'm like, he was no. terrible. He was terrible. There you yeah. go. Yeah. It's always the case. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's always the case, and they're they're always like big self promoters too. Right? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Letterman hated himself. I read some book about him years ago and every episode he would go home and just put on the hair shirt and flog himself like that was the worst episode ever and I, in my estimation he's the best i love yeah. him so much but he hated that's himself. why he's the best though yeah is because he had these high standards he wasn't just half-assing it yeah. yeah 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 it's true i remember a guy one time asked me to get him a guest spot in a, like i went to a city and he was like i knew him i met him before so i talked to the manager of the club and i was like can i get this guy a guest spot and she was like, are you vouching for him? And I was oh, like, no. yeah. So she goes, okay. So he goes up there, just eats <laughs> such a big bag of shit. <sighs> so then the club manager was like, what the fuck was that? And I go, well, I just, I don't know. So there's a second show and I go, dude, that was like, you know, he was like, I know, I know. He goes, I'll do a totally different set on the second show, totally different set. And, and I'll, I'll make up for it. And I go, okay. So I go, let's just let him, he'll do a totally different set. That was his <laughs> Oh, no. And then not only does he do the same set, he does ex- verbatim like, oh. from the same opening. And so she's looking at me like, mm. what's going on? And I'm like, I, and I see him, I go, yeah. you did the same exact thing. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was his reasoning? Like, did uh, he black out from I nerves so. or something? I think he got nervous. Yeah. And the other thing that, that stood out is that he had, this is quite a few years ago, like amazing website and like all, all this other stuff had incredible uh, attention you know like those guys yeah, oh, yeah. Like, those they got the card like yeah. remember when you started doing stand-up and yeah the cards i bought you cards i remember that it's so embarrassing was, like yeah. cards that say your name and like media <laughs> on it. I, like i bought <laughs> this Did you? yeah like, every yeah. time i meet a guy in a town and he wants to do a guest set i'm almost positive they suck yeah they're always like real true say hey man i really love to do a guest set on your show 
<laughs> what guest set? There's 6,000 people. Yeah, there. yeah. Think you're going to do a guest bet? The yeah. audacity, too. I know. Yeah, I've had a bunch of guys shows. do that, though. Yeah. bunch of guys do that. I've, had, I've also had guys that are like marginal headliners and, you know, working comics just show up. <laughs> just show up at my show and ask to do a guest set mm-hmm. at like the Chicago Theater. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. 3,700 people. Yeah. Hey, I'd like to do a guest set. Hey, I'd like you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? What do you tell them? What do you I tell? say, no. I go, dude, this is all set up. Yeah. Like, this guy's going to do 20. Uh, you know, he's uh, Ian's going to do 20. Tony Hinchcliffe's going to do 20. And then I'm doing an hour and 10. Like, this is what it is. This is, it, this yeah. is the show. Like, yeah. there's no room for your guest set. Yeah. I'll just do like seven minutes. No, you're not doing anything. Like, I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know what kind of... What, what if you go up on stage and you start doing my, my subjects? Yeah. Like, like yeah. get the fuck out of here. I just um, got an email about, theater about one... For a theater show where they're like, but here's the thing. Would you ever do that? Never. Never. That's the thing. Like imagine showing up at a, like there's a, a, if you were a musician, there's a band playing. Like, (laughs) hey man, I just like to go home and do a song with you guys. Like what? What? Get the fuck out of your fucking mind. (laughs) Well, the crazy thing about this email too, because I've had this a few times is it's an email saying, hey, you're coming to this city. I'd love to do a set. Not only do you not know who I am, I will provide no link to anything so that you could <laughs> check out. Like, in other words, oh. it's just sight unseen. You don't know anything about me. Can I be on your show? Or yeah. the, no. I, and can I do like 20 minutes? Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's the best, best part. Like, that's the best. I don't even know you. Yeah. No. I thought maybe like five. I had a guy show up in Atlanta and he wanted to do a half hour. Hell no. He, he said that? Yeah, he said he wanted to do a half hour. He goes, uh, he goes, I want to do a guest set. He goes, I'm only talking like 30 minutes, not like an hour. <laughs> I remember I one what time, talking you know, Dan at least Godfrey, they got a hustle though. You know, I love Dan Godfrey. He used to run the Brea yeah. improv and now he like oversees, I think mm-hmm. all the improvs. Yeah. And one time I was in uh, Brea and I was, I think, man, I want to say I was middling. This is like, uh, probably like Oh six or something. And the, but I was, Oh, I was, uh, yeah, I was middling. And the, the MC was like, I'll do turn to him. was like, I'll do 20, and uh, and then him and then Dan goes, you'll do 10. You won't do a minute more. Like just straight <laughs> up. Because the guy was like announcing uh, how much time he was going to do from the MC spot. Get out. 20. Sh- yeah. He was like, I'll do 20. And then how much do you do? He's like, you'll do 10 and not a second more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like telling him like, don't even fucking yeah. dream about doing that. Yeah. And people get Jesus. mad listening to this. Inevitably, I'll, yeah. I'll get an angry tweet or an angry Facebook message. And people will get mad thinking that, you know, like you just don't appreciate people that are trying to make it. No. And when you were oh trying to make God. it. Listen, I'm telling you all the people that are out there listening that have that mindset. Said, no one does that. No one who's any good does that. This is not what you do. You don't ever ask for guest spots. If you get to know someone and you start working with someone and you work with them on a regular basis yeah. and you want to work with them somewhere, you know, that's one thing. Like, say if, you know, like, say if you were going to be in town doing a wedding or something like that, yeah. like you were a friend was getting married yeah. or something like that, you're like, dude, you're working that night? And I'd be like, yeah, you want to do a set? You'd be like, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we would work around it. Sure. We'd figure it out. But it's only because we've worked together so many times. Sure. We know each other so well. Like to have someone who you don't even know want to interject, like your, your show is like a, a complete package. Like you've put it together, right? Yeah. Like you know who your opening acts are. You know what kind of material they do. Totally. And you're thinking about how this whole thing is going to play out together, and you want to make sure that that audience who gets that babysitter and goes out, you want to make sure that they get the Dude. best set possible. And I'm old school, I guess, in the sense that I am 100% of the idea that everything at any show is absolutely all about the headliner's desires 
and wants yeah. for it's their show. Like whenever I open for you and like somebody would say like, Hey, do you, I'd be like, I don't know. Ask him, man. It's his fucking show. Like we're all here. It's called support for a reason. Like we're supporting the headlining act. And I fucking hate when they try to involve anybody else in decision-making or how do you want to go? It's all about whoever's name is on the market. Whatever they dictate is the way that show goes. And you should respect that. You should respect what it took for them to get to that point, And you should respect their desires at the show. If you want to talk about lighting or music or how much time, all, it's all that person's decision. So everybody else can go fuck themselves. Yeah. You know what I also mm, find to be real. a problem that okay. I, don't, I don't do? I don't take guys in the road to do crowd work. Oh boy, oh, yeah. get your life. It just opens up Fucks that Pandora's up. box. It yeah. becomes a real problem where when someone loves to do crowd work and they start, what do you do for a living, sir? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at you with that suit on. I'm imagining a yeah. salesman. And, no. You know, that, that, the problem Opening with that is that? Yeah, you can't do people that. start boozing and they want to, oh, I'm going to get my chance. He's going to talk to me. Yeah. And then they start gearing up and then it, the time never comes. And then you're on stage and they want to start yelling shit yeah. out. And you're like, oh, yes. it changes the expectations of the show. Yes. And, and, and somebody who's, the show is not about them, has made that decision. Yeah. That's what's fucked up about it. I've had that where like, holy shit, one guy did a 20-minute crowd work set in front no. of me. Really? Got the, yeah, and did like, got, I mean, this is a few years ago, but got it worked into a frenzy. And then you get up there and some guy's like, and you're like, shut the fuck up. I'm not talking to you, man. Oh, uh, it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. It's, it's it's a start, problem. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it becomes a problem because then the audience is mad at you. How come yeah. you just get to talk? Yeah. I want to talk. I was waiting to talk. It's about me. Yeah. 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 I just love when they, they used to really mismatch my openers like this is back in the day. I was opening Fort Lauderdale and they gave me this uh this guy who was like, Ladies, you gotta suck a dick. <laughs> That's why they call it a blow job, not a career or some shit. And it was like yeah. all like ladies, you gotta suck dicks. And I'm oh. like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, do you even know who I am? No. You don't give a shit. They're not putting they they don't don't care. They're not considering it as no. a show. No, I mean no, now that guy like, would never you even get a spot, you get a spot. be yeah. near me. But right. He's just like, a guy that the club found funny and they go, yeah. I've got an open week for a yeah. middle. Yeah. Yeah, put, have, put it in front of the yeah. female comic. Plus in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Has, is there, other than Jim Brewer, is there a funny comic that's ever come out of Florida? <laughs> is, he out of, is he out of Florida? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Is it Actually, Kreischer? Yeah, Kreischer. He's, yeah. And uh, then Tosh. Tosh from Florida, He's too. from Florida, too. Damn it. There goes my theory. Yeah, sorry. Todd Berry's. Todd Berry's in Florida, too? <laughs> no, really? No. Yeah. Wow. But I know what um, you're saying in terms of like the fame. There's development not Development f- there. They yes. develop somewhere else. There's one other guy, too, that's really funny that came out of Florida. Um, Brian Regan. Didn't Brian Regan come out of Florida? You might be right. Yes, he's from Miami. Yes, that's there right. You go. There yep. you go. Yep. Yeah. So my my theory sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're right. You're but right. there's no bastion of uh, comedic glory. Like Fort Lauderdale is not where we all go to get really good. Well, there's no community. Right. Yeah. You know, apparently there was developing one in Miami because last time I was in Miami was a couple of years ago, and I did the. Uh, you know, they have that South Beach Comedy Festival. That's right. Yeah. I went with you. On that's that right. Yeah. That's right. And we were after the show. We were talking to some people at one of the local bars. They're like, "Yeah, we're local comics. We have like a comedy show here and yeah. a bar here, and like we, we put together like a real community." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Like that didn't that's exist cool. for a while. Miami was 
the worst improv <laughs> in the history of People the don't fucking no, world. They had to yeah. cancel my week. I got a call like a month before and they're like, look, we can't sell tickets for a white girl. We're going to have to pull your week. And I was like, no a problem. Month, a month before they knew? They're like, the writing's it. on the wall. <laughs> no, one ticket for this white girl. I well, had, yeah, they didn't even speak English I in that room. Crazy it's crazy. Shows Joey Diaz used to do half Spanish shows there. Wow. Like he, would, he would yell out half the punchlines would be in Spanish <laughs> and people would fall out of their fucking chairs crying laughing we did shows there and they were just it was thunderdome it was was. chaos it was it was i did a set there where i would weave in and out of spanish too and oh that's right you speak full spanish and i would and 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 it would be crushing it pandemonium like just (laughs) it would be nuts and i did one one time middling and the headliner did 35 minutes afterwards. Oh my wow. God. He's, just like, he's like, I'm out of here. You, yeah. you almost don't have to be bilingual. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. Man. And they're it's like, a hard sell. And that, like, if you got, if you were to ask that staff, like, are you going to police the room? They'd be like, what no. the what fuck, the fuck <laughs> like, is that? No, dude. And everyone was 18. Yeah. The audience was all oh. underage and they gave away tickets. It was a whole papered room. They told me a story about how, you know, there was, that was in uh, Coconut Grove mm-hmm. and there's some, there's some bad, parts near that in that area like they would also tell you like don't walk down the street from the club and you're like okay right and so this one you know there's like this haitian gang i forget the name of it but anyways dominant in that area (laughs) so one time some guy i don't know he's being loud or something so they go to one of the guys is like hey could you keep it down and then when he comes back a second time the guy opens his jacket and shows him he's got a gun right Mm -mm. In, in his waistband so the guy's like, fucking, I'm not getting killed over the goddamn improv, you know? So he goes, tells the, the manager. The manager knows that the head honcho of that gang is a big fan of show. It goes to shows there. So, and he's in the room. So they go tell the gang leader that, like, hey, this other guy just flashed a gun to one of my staff. And that guy just turns in the middle of the show to the guy who, who showed the gun and was like, hey, no. Mm. And so he got up, went out to his car, put his gun in his car, came back, was like, sorry about that. <laughs> and they were like, all right. Oh my sorry God. about but that. But like, there's no involving anyone else and no throwing him out. Wow. Just like, be, a, be a decent guy, put your gun in your That's car. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. That room was mm. chaos. It was. I've One done time? it. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I did it. I sorry. I've done the room before. Yes, go ahead. It was one of the first go clubs ahead. that I said I would never go back to. Yeah. I told them on stage. I go, you are the dumbest fucking people <laughs> I've ever performed for. And they were howling, laughing. Yeah. I go, you don't understand. I'm so serious. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, ah, yeah. this fool, this fool, crazy. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I remember Diaz having some choice words about it too. Even Diaz. Yeah. yeah he was. Even like, Diaz is like, that's too fucking crazy. Yeah. It's too fucking crazy down there. Well, yeah. Fort Lauderdale was a close second. I'd say Miami was number one. In no, terms Fort Lauderdale, of- the Hollywood Improv? Yeah. I always had a good time there. The Seminole? Yeah. yeah. So that was, for me, I mean, that's when I was like coming up, whatever. Uh, yeah, that was hard, harder. It you was see, like the, the Bluetooth, everyone with the Bluetooth. Oh, in. those Bluetooth Talk- pieces. Yeah. Remember those goddamn <laughs> things? Like, who are you talking to? I'm on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't yeah. talk things yeah, during course. your set. They those things full. stopped. They ended. Yeah, thank God. Isn't that weird? Do you know of Ryan <sighs> Sickler's story about that? No. The, so <laughs> he had a... Uh, he needed a tape for something. And so Ryan Sigler is one of my good friends, very funny comic, set up a, and you know what it's like when you're taping a set for something. You want everything to come together. Right. So he sets up a camera in the back of the Hollywood Improv and records his own set. And he's up there having a great set, killing, leave stage like, I got, I got my set. 
to submit to whatever thing he's sending it in for, a comedy set or something. So he's just happy. He gets back to review it, and a guy sitting next to the, the camera, the tripod with the camera, as, to, like, as Ryan gets on stage, is like, hello? Huh? <laughs> comedy club. Comedy. I'm at a comedy club. And throughout Ryan's set, you just hear the guy uh. on his phone call keep saying over and over, Come. Comedy club. <laughs> I'm at a comedy club. So that's what Ryan has a tape oh, of. It's no. just a guy yelling, I'm at a comedy oh, club. Oh, no. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy run. Bluetooth, man. That, Bluetooth. Cleveland that went away, though. It, it did kind away. of dip down. interesting. I don't see them anymore. It was Those almost a point pieces. of, um, it was like a, a, like a floss. It was like showing, like you were yes. telling people that you had one. Yes. It wasn't about, I need to get calls all the time. It was like, you see the blinking light, like, I'm a, I'm a businessman. I'm <laughs> balling. You know, I remember the, yeah. the Cleveland Improv, it was just like a sea of Bluetooth earpieces. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, man, I got to get that the fuck one, out of this by town. the way, that one was That was rough. A terrible. Cleveland seems to have made a comeback, though. Cleveland's doing, and I, and I you know. The I, Improv? I've had great shows in that city that I, I, I uh, but that club, Cleveland Improv, I definitely had some fucking really bad crazy shows <laughs> i mean there was a guy arrested during the show who he sent back because it says one pound of chicken wings and he goes that wasn't a pound and they were like that's what it is man he's like take me to the kitchen and weigh weigh them because i know that's not a pound oh my god and they have a by the way this is one of the clubs that there's a permanent police officer yeah. stationed in the lobby and so they're like, no. And he's like, well, I'm not paying for it. So they just get the cop and they go, hey, here's the deal. And the cop goes, look, thinking like this is, look, man, you're either paying for them or I'm taking you to jail. And the guy just goes, there you go. Go ahead. So they arrest him. Wow. Over an order of chicken wings. He didn't want to pay for it. Wow. Because it's not a pound. That was Dude, the Cleveland Improv. You've had merch stolen off your table. I had merch stolen <laughs> at the Cleveland Improv. <laughs> Who stole your merch? <laughs> These people, like, they were like, we want a picture. And they, like, totally distracted me. And then when I looked down, I was, like, doing my own thing then. Like, you know, I have yeah. 20 of these. There's, like, five gone. But they just set me up for a picture, and then I turned back, and they were gone. Like, wow. CDs. Did you know who the people were? Did you see them leave? Did you go after them? I mean, I, it's like I turned, and I was like, hey, and I'm telling, like, the security guy, like, they just stole it. He was like, yeah, it sucks, man. You know, like, like, <laughs> like, like, it wasn't like we're going to pursue this, you know. No. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah. People steal shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're in Cleveland yeah. trying to sell CDs. Yeah, man. That Dude, was, yeah. that was such a rough. The first night I ever did the Cleveland Improv, uh, uh, a John and a pimp, uh, John, the, you know what I'm saying, the pimp, God damn the it. The hooker and the John were getting in a fight right at the front row. And they got thrown out. Like, Wait a minute, this, this is, dude took a hooker to a show? Yes. I found out later. Take I didn't know at the time. And I was just starting my set. Here I am, my first time in Cleveland, just trying to survive. And I look and they're, they're getting ushered out. I'm like, what happened? Well, it was a hooker and uh, the John. They're in a fight. And, da, 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 da. and wow. they got arrested. And they to, yeah. I've had people vomit in my showroom oh, on man. Cinco de Mayo in on, Kentucky. <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the Cleveland Improv <laughs> once, like I was, uh, I was grinding through a rough set. And this guy <laughs> in the third row goes, uh, he goes, this guy's terrible, man. Like that, like fully loud. Like this guy's terrible. And I was like, What's up, man? And then some lady in the back goes, "Your mama should have swallowed that nut." Like, God meaning damn. like, this is in Cleveland. Yeah, at the Cleveland Improv. Wow. And I was like, damn. Yeah. I go, your dad should have stuck around to raise you. And then, <laughs> oh. Whoa. Uh. 
And then like I got out of there pretty quick. <laughs> it was what did she thing. say when you said that? Uh, it, it was just it, there was so much ooing and aahing and like and swearing. And then she was she was removed. So like oh. she was allowed to say her thing. I said my thing. Damn. And then there was like fuck 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 like fuck you fuck you fuck you. And then they actually throw them out. What happened after that? The show calmed down or no? Yeah, they let me. It was like as I'm winding into the closing bit of the set. So I was like, it was right before I shut it down anyway. Like it was, I was about right. to close. And then, yeah, I mean, I remember I walked pretty fast off stage though as I got out of there. But that was, that was, there were some rough sets in that room, man. Yeah. Cleveland's rough. Yeah. There's some, but, but hilarities is pretty fucking different. That's different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Different. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, like, it, it's a beautiful room, and like, you know, I mean, the improv has great clubs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but that's like a rough room. That was man. a different one. Yeah, I was there recently with Fitzsimmons. Uh, hilarities. Yeah, I was there on. Uh, I can't. I flew in on Thursday night. I had a show there on Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, Fitzsimmons was there on Thursday, so I did a set on his show on Thursday. He's and it was so great. He's oh, so Fitzsimmons funny. is great. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. We started out like a week apart from each other. What? Did you really? Yeah, yeah, literally a week apart. I just did his podcast a couple weeks ago. He's, he's a natural, like when we talk about the skill set of conversations. Yeah, he's really good at it. Well, his dad was a big time radio host. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Big yeah. time in New York. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Greg and I did so many fucking gigs together. We used to steal each other's material. What? Really? We had a deal because we both neither one of us were really we really shouldn't have been working. You know, we were only this like twenty years ago. More. More, yeah, like eighty nine, eighty eight. Wait, how long have you been doing it? Since eighty eight, August twenty seventh, nineteen eighty eight. Wow, <laughs> and um, so we're coming up on your anniversary. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. In yeah. nineteen, yeah, in two thousand eighteen, it'll be my thirtieth anniversary. Wow, wow, crazy. I'm exactly half that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, um, so Greg and I would like would do gigs like when we were a year in. And we'd get paid, you know, to go on the road. And so we had like a deal. Like you could do my material, I'll do your material. <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Because we were really good friends. Yeah. So he's like, dude, your fucking material was killing in Connecticut. <laughs> and he was like serious. Like, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would tell him, oh, you know that bit that you do? I did that in fucking Rhode Island. Yeah, but it was like, uh, <laughs> it was parachutes for you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we really shouldn't have been working. I mean, yeah. We were doing comedy a fucking year. And if wow. something went bad, it went bad. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I never recovered. Never. I mean, I can, rec- you know, you can have a shit joke and just bounce back from it. Totally. Now, if something stumble through something, you can bounce back from it. Back then there was no, there was no recovery. I remember opening on a bad joke mm. and just riding that bad wave mm. for, for long sets. Yeah. Because you opened bad. Yeah. I didn't have a way to up. put it back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You come out stumbling and yeah. you just never get your balance back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you open, if you open bad, you're like, all right, I, you know. You Is there to- one place where you won't work, where you won't, where you won't get booked? It's just like, I'm not going there. Yes. Like where? Where is it? Cleveland Improv. <laughs> <laughs> You Still to this it. day, negative. Yeah. Like, unless they I cultivate had a bad audience, right? That yes. does happen. Yeah. It's, you know what the problem is? It's it's the same thing that happened. Um, what Miami did with their with their club is that they used to like announce that you can get free tickets here. Yes. So oh, like, yeah. I remember one time going there, working, and I was like, check out this line. This is awesome. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be great. And the guy goes, they're here for the free tickets. So like, when you're when you cultivate that this is free, mm. it just, it, you know, it's, 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 well, that's it why diminishes it's so the good. value. It does. But yeah. like you, when you just go like, look, these are $5 tickets, you're making an investment in your night in the show. Yeah. And that changes it. And I think 
Cleveland did a lot of that too. A lot of like, this is free. It's the worst thing you could ever do to a show, paper it. Because yeah. then the people just start talking. They don't give they, a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. They'll get up and leave in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing invested in it. For uh, me, it's Connecticut. I don't go to Connecticut. Yeah, you told me Hartford? That. You told me. Connecticut can suck my dick. The whole city yeah. or just the whole a club? state? The whole state. Oh, sorry, state. Yeah. No, yeah. no disrespect to anybody in Connecticut. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. I did it like but three times know. this year. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. You, all those people, you know, you know where you live. I did UConn. I had a great time at UConn. I did the college. Yeah, um, a bunch of people from somewhere else. Yeah, that are stuck in yeah, Connecticut. That's true, that's true. If I could guarantee that they'd bust people in from New York and Boston, I'd do a show there. So you would never do uh, the Foxwoods. Oh boy, uh, yeah, Foxwoods. Where are you most excited about to go on this tour? Go I like Texas. Well, I mean, okay. I just I like going places where it's fun. Yeah. There's something about Connecticut that's just bleak. Yeah, there's like a lack of opportunity. There's just something bleak about it. It's it's almost like an illegitimate state. It's like a highway between Boston and New York. That's really what it is, and it f- always feels like that when you're there. It just feels weird. Like there's a lack, like almost like there's a, a sadness that permeates the show, even when they laugh. Like, ha, 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 ha. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, lo- I love that you hate a place that much. Yeah, it really I've had so many bad sets there. You know, yeah. I feel like I hate a lot of places. When the cameras are off, we can talk about them. Though. Oh. Well, Diaz and Ari and I did a show at Foxwoods Ugh. a few years back, and um, and I told them before, and I go, it was like a Monday and a Tuesday night, because they had a comedy club at Foxwoods. Oh, yeah. And, um, C- 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 wait, comedy club and restaurant. Mm-hmm. I had to put that yeah. on my website. Foxwoods comedy club and restaurant. They, call, they make you say and yeah, restaurant? And restaurant, yeah. And make you? Make you. On, the, sure on, on your promos, they're like, could you fucking say the full name? Oh, yeah. my God. I had a yeah. bad one there. I had a bad set there. So did I. I don't, yeah. Does anyone have that a was, great <laughs> That was the last time. And I was like, never again. I told you guys before, this is probably going to suck. And, and Ari was like, I knew it was going to suck, but I didn't know it was going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I go, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's just the people were, they wouldn't stop heckling. They yeah. were yelling out during yes. Ari's set, yelling out during, even Diaz is like, will you just shut the fuck up? Yeah. Like yelling at them. I had someone thrown out of there. And afterwards... Like some of the staff was like, so what was going on? And, like, <laughs> and they're like, and, and the other thing is, here's a bad thing about people don't realize about casinos uh, is that there's a, there's an, like this total idea that it benefits any aspect of the casino to keep the customer happy, regardless of every other circumstance. In other words, somebody is upset at the restaurant. Uh, well, let's try to make it right because they're they're here at the casino. We want them to stay happy. Keep getting. They go to a comedy show. Well, whatever they're doing is fine. It's like no, no, no. Whatever they're doing is not fine because this this is about the show. But the the venue's point of view is this is a gambler. This is somebody who's here right. to spend money. Yeah. So yeah. we should always acquiesce to their you know desires and needs and and don't <laughs> don't do anything to upset them. You're like yeah. that's not how that works, man. Like no. this is this is our show. My favorite with the casino gig, it's always how they, uh, you know, you've got the ding, 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 the machine sounds, and they're like, but there's a curtain that separates... The comedy yeah. club from the ding 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 ding, and you can still hear it. Like, well, they they actually it. have a, a show in Vegas at the what is it, the South Point that dirty at yeah. twelve thirty. Yeah, that like you're you can look out and you see the <laughs> casino while you're on stage. Yeah. Like the back that. of the room, there's the bar. I don't want to do fucking that. Casino is right there. <laughs> um, it's weird. Can I ask you? Would you ever date your mom? Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely not. <laughs> First of all, she's older than me. Yeah. Second of all, she's my mom. Well. Why? I'm your mom and you're my son, and I am falling in love with him. 
He said, are you really? I said, yes, I am. He said, you know what? I was scared to let you know, too. I am, too. We're both consenting adults. If if uh, it comes down to it, you know, it's just like the gays. They're, they're you know, <laughs> as long as they're over 18, everything's fine. You know what I mean? The U.S. wants to jail them for 18 months. Well, that'll fix it. They got arrested. They actually got arrested. Oh, well, they should definitely arrest them. Who gives a fuck if you want to yeah. fuck your mom? That's our point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care at all. I don't care. But I think it's at the he wants to marry his mom. Oh, there comes God. the legality. He gives a shit. Yeah. She's got a tattoo on her face. <laughs> yeah. I say go for it. There's that. Go back to her. Go well, back I, to her I face. I definitely like um, relaying that it is just like the gays. It's the same argument. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> that there's nothing quite like it's, marrying your mom. It's very strange though to see them making out. Oh, oh. Ugh. It's horrendous. Yeah. Asked him, "Will you ever Ask date him. your mom?" And he said, "Will you date your son?" I said, "Honest truth, yes, I yeah, would." Because yes. nineteen years, you're the best thing that ever happened to me, uh-uh. and I really want to be with you the rest of my life. Uh, okay. wow, she's that's like so a good. dumpy bag of potatoes, <laughs> tattoo on her face. It's just like the gays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best thing yeah. ever. I asked him. I asked him. There's no K in that. Yeah. Asked him. Oh. That's a tell. Your mom. There's no doctors that say I asked him. <laughs> where does it hurt? Like asked him. <laughs> when I the feel like that's bad. fake. It's so it's no. so crazy. It feels like it, but I think it is real because I read follow up articles about <laughs> uh, getting arrested and everything. Yeah. So what do they do? They tell them you got to stop fucking. They go, all right, I, I we're going to stop. How they do it? I think it's. I it's think the marriage part, well, not the, thing the fucking. That, that yeah, that's true. But I, I also feel like if you're fucking <laughs> or like you want to get married to your mom, like you just stay inside and yeah, don't shut the fuck about up it. about yeah. it. Yeah. It's that they're doing this. See, that's the problem with today's society <laughs> is that everybody has to be out and proud about every stupid fucking thing they're doing. Yeah. What happened to a little sense of shame? Keep it inside. You know it's fucking weird. Yeah. You know it's weird. Yeah, it's so just like with up. the gays, right? Yeah, it's just right? exactly like, like those yeah. gays. Like Joe. with the gays, it's just like <laughs> the gays. <laughs> it's just like the gays. It's so what a not crazy like the gays. Quote. No, 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 as no. no, no. The gay people. They, they, they see that's. It's definitely unless you're fucking your dad. It's different. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's different. Like, well, speaking of that, do your incest fantasies oh haunt you? Do you feel guilt or shame around them? Um, maybe you've never allowed yourself to have them because you think it would, you would be a horrible person if you ever went there. So it's all suppressed. She went on to say that she started to masturbate and then thought of everyone in her family <laughs> and realized the only one that turned her on was her dad. She thought about her mom and her son and all these people, and she's like, they didn't do anything for me, but <laughs> dad did. And it also made me think... It's just like the gays. You know? <laughs> Real quick, were you with me when we were, uh, when I did, I don't know if you were with me that time, when I did, um, what's it called, Jim, when it was Opie and Jim, and uh, we watched that, were you with me when we watched the footage of the guy at the carport, the, the guy in the garage, the Asian guy? Oh, Jesus. Which one was it? What, what was it? Let me see. So did depressing. You, this footage? It's a car backing into a garage, like a mechanic shop, basically. And I watch his face while this plays. Does this look familiar or no? Not yet. I've seen too much. Yeah, that's true. Because people ask, like, different views on this. (laughs) 
not seeing a lot of laughter on Joe's face. Uh, your face, I see a lot of laughter. That dude's broken. Yeah. He broke that dude. Check out how concerned his friends are. <laughs> like, something happened? Look at that. Look, look at how fucking cold that guy is. I still don't hear Joe's laughter. You know? Well, <laughs> it's not really a... a I well, deal with too many injuries, man. Injuries to me aren't funny. Really? Well, that's interesting. You, let's keep going with this thread. Why aren't injuries funny, Joe? Because I, I see people get fucked up all the time. Yeah. It's called empathy. That guy's got broken legs, broken hip. Like, the impact with that the cement wall and then the toolbox and then his legs. Mm. The legs are the soft thing. The legs are going to give. That's kind of funny, though. The... <laughs> There's something funny about that the, to me. The wait a minute. Wait, that's interesting. What did you just say, Joe? That's not that? funny to me. Yeah, me neither. Because I think we have empathy. That guy's got people. broken legs. That I guy can't feel even stand. Like yeah. you guys work this out before. It, no, I really don't. Know. I'm, I'm not good with injuries. <laughs> really? Yeah. I always I see too many injuries. Here's my problem. Oh my god. I've always laughed. I think it's because of my own fear of them. Probably on mm. some level, I've always had a like. I remember one time I worked construction in Florida one summer, and one of the foremen was like, I had a bathtub dropped on my neck, and I started laughing so hard, like tears running down my face. Jesus, he had a bathtub dropped on his neck. And he had a permanent uh, morphine pack sewn into his inside, like into his, just dripping on his neck. And I go, oh, Jesus. I just laughed and laughed. I couldn't couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) That's so crazy. Mm. But I mean, it's not even, uh, uh, it's not a calculated Mm. choice to laugh. It just happens. That's why I think it's it's because I... I actually fear it happening. Yeah, you know? that, if it's not calculated, it no. just starts happening. It just you starts can't happening. Control yourself. Yeah, I can't control myself. I see so many injuries. That's true. Mm-hmm. You see yeah. people's heads get bashed in. You got to realize I've probably seen more people fuck people up, like yeah. physically in fights, yeah. than maybe almost anybody who's ever lived. That's like, probably true. Up close. Yeah, That's like, tough. I've called. I mean, there's probably a few guys that are closing in on me now, yeah. numbers wise. Other commentators on fights, but. I've commentated thousands of fights. Yeah. Think about that. All the different concussions I've seen, all the different knockouts. Now, here's the funny thing is that I really don't, I don't laugh when I see head trauma. No? No. It doesn't do it to me. Like leg trauma does it? Yeah. Leg trauma. Ah, Yeah. ah. The screaming, the screaming is like, Uh it makes me laugh. And his pelvis being crushed by the car is hilarious. Although Steve-O did show me this new guy that he's working with. Steve-O's like mentoring some young psycho who's doing a lot of like jackass style stunts. Uh, And this kid put on a Speedo and rode a skateboard off of a makeshift ramp into a pile of cactuses. Uh, it was so fucking Jesus crazy. Christ, I was watching dude. this. Guy, like, oh my god! Like my whole body. You know that thing we get when you see someone about to get in an accident, and like yeah. the tense, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. adrenaline pumps through your body, and like it's almost like you feel like sharp pointers all yeah. over your skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I felt when I, saw, I watched this kid launch his body into the cactus. So like, no, we saw one last like week. Uh, remember that that whole yeah. Old, don't talk about it again. Oof, where this dude was trying to do a jackass stunt, and he tied. Uh. He tied a rope around his nutsack and tied the other end to a tree and then ran and jumped. Oh, no. Did he yeah. rip his balls off? Yeah. yeah. Did he die? No, well, I don't oh, know. No. But, but his, he has no balls anymore. His nut popped out. Oh, man. It's, it's, is there a video of this? Uh, yeah. Oh, don't God. show it to me. You don't want to see God. it. Oh, here God you go. damn it. it. Oh. Oh. 
I can't. Uh, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, my nuts! My nut came out! <laughs> Dipshit. My nut came out! Well, what did you think oh was going to happen? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Why would you oh even God. do that? I can't I even look at that. I can't even look at that. Uh, I don't like, I can't. Yeah. See, like, that doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> that definitely just freaks me out. But do you think that, I mean, mm. this is like a cliche thing to say, but don't you think that that in some ways is evolution? Like that there Wiping are, that dude out. there's dumb people that yeah. will do dumb things and it's almost, <laughs> they're supposed to die or lose their ability. I mean, it's, it's right. kind of symbolic that this guy's tying this to his reproductive organs. You're right. And <laughs> no, you're right. Of, maybe, maybe it's an unconscious wish fulfillment. Like yeah. he doesn't want to live yeah. to reproduce. Yeah. There's he something knows. there. I mean, what could, what would be best case scenario there? Uh, yeah, it yeah. would hurt his balls and they wouldn't rip off. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> right. Right. He jumped with that rope. Oh my God. 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 Anything else, Gene? Mm. Oof. Fart, yeah. Anything? Fart, and No, I mean, I wanted to talk about your morning farts, but, that, you know, I got it. My <laughs> 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 <And> morning farts? <clears throat> As opposed to what? Evening farts? They're different. Well, I'm it. a real... I don't know if you are... I wake up Farting. with lots of noises. No, just all... I'm, I'm like... I'm hog... Hog... Porking, fart, like I just, I'm, a, I'm a symphony. In the Do you morning. find that your digestive tract and everything is working better? Excuse me, working better since your diet? A hundred percent. Yeah, he used to shit a lot worse, and now it's much better. Yeah, <laughs> he used to have like diarrhea yeah. every day. Yeah, I think true, he's really? allergic it's to true. sugar or, or some reaction. Oh, I to think sugar. everybody is. When yeah. I have like even now, you know, I'll I'll be pretty clean for a number of days, you know, even weeks. And I'll be like, I'm gonna eat this right now. And I'll indulge in something rich in sugar. It fucking never agrees with me. Oh, it kills you. Yeah. You're, you got used to it for a while, right? Yeah. And now that you're not used to it, your body doesn't know what to do with it. It's, like, what is this? I actually mm. found that um, in a lot of times, what I want is just like a taste of something. Mm. I'll just have a bite and I'll be like, I'm actually, I, don't, I used to go like, I'll have 70 bites of that. And now it's like one or two kind of satisfies yeah. it. And then I don't feel sick. Isn't that Zevia stuff fucking amazing? Dude. <sighs> I love it. I hate it. Uh, Do you? Yeah, she Ugh. hates it. The uh, the, nasty water, the water guy uh, spit it out. <laughs> he wouldn't even the drink. The water it. guy. Yeah, Martin yeah. Risa uh, spit it out. And and I. Well, but my theory on it is this though: as somebody who's like restricting themselves from sweetness all the time, it's like an indulgence you can have. Right? Yes. So it is like it's. I notice it's a lot. It's too sweet for a lot of people's palate, but you don't know how much sugar they're regularly having. Yeah. In other words, for me, I feel like it's that. Uh, it's like the free cheat, right? So you have your Zevia, you you taste sweetness again. It's not. It doesn't bother me even a little. I like, I, I enjoy I'm, the taste. You I'm know totally what? I, f- I feel like it's too synthetic tasting. Yeah. That, that's what bothers me. It's like I, I like the Dr Pepper alike taste but yeah. i like a lacroix i'd rather do that oh those are great yeah, i love those too I like those, those are so sweet. light yes. but you know they have zevia water where uh-huh. it's just like a, the tiniest hint of flavor it's more like a lacroix okay yeah so they have the zevia soda they have zevia um energy drinks too which are amazing mm. they're really good they're so much that, better tasting than red bull oh yeah I yeah totally people um we get a lot of song submissions people send in songs they make do you know like somebody made Let's go, water champ! That you said into a song. 
Like, and they do. Please tell the audience so I can like, have pretty record. good at that. You're impressed with my water consumption. Who's the water champ? You're the water champ. You've been the water champ for as long as I've known you. Pound the water. Pound the water. You've been the water champ for propaganda. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Water champ. Pound the water. Pound the water. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Water champ. Pound Catchy. The water. Pound the water. That's what I'm talking. About. That's current water champion. Tom gets it. Running away. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Water champ. Pound the water. Pound the water. <laughs> you can Look, do about how many it. waters do you have right now? Does that bother you? You guys all are competitive. All the time. Bothers yeah. me all the time. Are you guys competitive with everything? Just where it counts. Are you guys competitive with stand up? No, no, just where it's important. Zero. Personality. Zero. Literally water. zero. That's no, that's good. probably why we transfer it into like water and personality yeah. stuff. Uh, so we it's don't, never in like, yeah. this is a real argument. No. Thing, you know? But like, no. but I mean, it was, it was real when we were arguing initially about who drinks more water. Like, I thought it was absurd. <laughs> because I we do. Got angry. No. I, I had a doctor tell me I should stop drinking so much water. Please. What kind of doctor was he? Urologist. He goes, you're drinking too much. You drink drink far less. You have to remember, she's she's an exaggerator. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he really tell you to stop drinking water? Yes. He goes, how much are you drinking? And I told him, he goes, you don't need to do that. That's not. That's a myth. He goes, just drink when you're thirsty. You're overhydrating. True story. Can you overhydrate though? You, you can, can if you go you can die. really, really nuts. Yeah, if you yeah. go like a, like a radio contest or... Hazing. When we um, when we do water cut for the weigh-ins, uh, I, I mean I don't know exactly what I know I didn't feel good, but <laughs> I drank over a gallon of water like during that pot the, the last podcast and mm-hmm. didn't have to pee yet. I remember that you kept throwing down the water. We yeah. talked about it. You had like nine or ten fucking bottles in front nuts. of you. But I mean that's not good. <laughs> Probably well, right? your body was like yeah. so craving water. Yeah, but you just wanted to win that running away. Oh my god, yeah. Joe, that was a horrible. The the two or three days leading up to those weigh-ins were just horrible at our house. I mean, he was taking hot baths and then going into the jacuzzi and drinking distilled water and then going to Burke Williams and doing the sauna and then it was a lot. I thought he was gonna die you, you really did it though that was what was impressive about it. it's like you fucking went for it yeah. like Bert was kind of pretending to be going for it yeah which is really interesting because you were talking shit to him and i know you're being comedic yeah. but you were also being honest yeah you're true. like that's what's calling playing catch-up suckers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to buy into that shit he's yeah. just yeah, he he was trying to catch up at the end, yeah. whereas you had a sustained effort, a disciplined effort over a long and period of time. And from the jump yeah. off, I knew that that would be the two ways psychologically that we'd go. I oh, knew yeah. from the very beginning that he Yeah, would you had it. to deal with his craziness. Yes. That was the thing about crazy. And I even talked to him about that. And I said, the crazy is going to help you. I go, but you're going to need more than the crazy. Mm-hmm. I go, because your crazy is going to help you, but your body can only lose so much weight over a short period of time. Right. So don't think that, because Tom's not fucking around. I go, he's really doing this. So like, you can't just rely on crazy. Yeah. He's like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, all, I'm only drinking he's, double Tito's and sodas. And <laughs> like, what? He's so crazy. <laughs> he's so crazy. He's, his videos, he's always so drunk. Yeah. I worry about him, man. Cause he's like, what, 46 now or something like that? <laughs> no, How old? Is he forty three? Oh, that's not off. <laughs> no, but I'm I just meant that he years. looks. Older. He looks, yeah. <laughs> but what's crazy 56. is okay. But here's the thing: say he's forty three. You can't do that when you're fifty. I agree. No, I agree. I mean, you kind of can, but you're you're going to fall apart. Well, you can if you have those Mickey Mantle genes. Yeah, that oh, long right. form DNA. Yeah, long strand DNA. Yeah, you. There's, there comes a point in time where your body's like, hey man, you can't do this every day. I know it's enough. He does have. Um, an incredible stanima, stanima. Uh, to uh, <laughs> the the ability, you know, like his, I'm like I, admittedly not a party guy, but man, like if I have a few drinks and I'm 38, 
Mm. I mean, I, I feel it for days. Yeah. He yeah. has that, like, a, he's just like, what? Let's go out now. And you're like, dude. Like, when we when you sent, when very graciously sent us to go watch the Cavs and Warriors play for, for doing the weight loss thing, you know, I mean, we were, like, drinking in the morning, and I was like, I got to go take a nap. <laughs> and he's like, just like, powering he's through. He's like, I'll be at the bar. See you in a little while. And I just, you know, I, <laughs> I took a nap, and, like, I mean, I, I had to, like, Really pace myself. By the way, whatever growing. came out of that with Ari, Ari. Um, well, as I mean, people know now he's he was gone for a long time. Right. He uh, finally came back from his uh, his vision quest, and he, four months, four months off That's, the grid. So jealous. I, I know. I right. Eighty five percent of it was to avoid his debt with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, as long as I just don't have an email or don't answer <laughs> right. my phone. He said that he he, he did a podcast <laughs> where he. He opened up by saying it was because uh, Tom's tastes are so outrageous now. Yeah. He, he snacks on caviar. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was that, pretty funny. Yeah, it was, pretty, it it was, was very funny. It, his podcast coming back was it, hilarious. It was very funny. And he was actually even joking around that that was why he Yeah, vi- that vanished. he ran. Um, He's but a, he called me. He goes, all right, where do you, you want to go? <laughs> and I go, I don't know. He's like... I've got to fucking do something. I get like I get like a hundred tweets a day. Like pay up. I told him I already took care of it, dude. I I told him I I go. I don't. There's no. I don't want to go. Fine. But he was like, "Oh, I'll take you somewhere." Well, he fucked up when it when it happened at the time. Yeah, you're supposed to step up then. Yeah, he was trying to figure his way out of it. Yeah, he He was was trying. uh, You no 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 point one five things short of that. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah. Well, what was his 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 argument? The BMI. He was like. He's like, well, BMI-wise, you're not actually six feet. You're 5'11 and 8 tenths, so your actual BMI to get out of that it had to be if you were an inch taller. Or, but no, they, uh, he said 25 pounds, right? I, dude, it was... got to write it down on paper with him. I know, I know. I learned my lesson. <laughs> There's some other crazy shit he's saying now. I'll tell you later. Uh-oh. Dum-dum-dum-dum. Now, all right, we, we, should, we, should, we should wrap this up. So... Um, is there anything else you have? Anything? No, Gene. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you for coming, Joe. Yeah, My thank pleasure. you so much. Um, we'll do this. We do this rundown at the top um, of dates, but j- just so you know, you can go to joerogan.net slash tour. Yes. And he's doing, you better hop on it because you added all these shows and those are going to go quick. Yeah, I added second shows to like a lot of places. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Um, yeah. Here's a song, um, How I Glass by Young Patreon <laughs> uh, on our way out. Thanks a lot for coming, man. My pleasure. Thank Thanks for having you. me.
got me coming those balls. And a double pipe glass, I get my overalls. F A R T. Diamonds in the crevice of your pussy. Vegan vaginas. Do you know how much money my smile is? I got a really bad back, got a really bad bite. Call me duct tape by the end of the night. Just slipping along this metal mine. We've been slipping along this big huge metal. Just glassing out here every day. Such glass, such glass, such glass, such glass. I'ma put that moose right on his ass. Ain't you hurt? This is how I glass. Now do your dick hang lower than the bows? Yeah, tell the truth now, yeah. I'm the water champ like a waterfall. Where the Perrier, I'ma drink it all. Now how you feel about this? Before you hit the shower, get a whiff of your pitch. I like my hammock swinging low. Now you can shit in my mouth through the hammock call. Let's glass, let's glass, let's glass. I got a moose. Let's glass, let's glass, let's glass. I got a moose. Let's glass, let's glass, let's glass. I got a moose. Let's glass, let's glass, let's glass. I got a moose.